0: People will do shit for things. Pogo, pogo, pogo. <laughs> mm.
1: You're listening to the only podcast in the universe where clothing is optional, but pot is not. Broadcasting from FEMA Region 7, it's bowl after bowl with your hosts, Lorian and Spencer. Lorian and Spencer.
2: Dame DeLorean sir spencer wolf of kansas city
1: i want my weed what do you mean that's my pot i'm gonna give you this joint nigga that's a side effect of the marijuana poisoning not if you were stoned at the time getting high why do you think they call it dope yep That's caught,
2: all right. Studies show marijuana can be very psychologically addictive. Man, f*** them studies.
3: Yeah, man. Fuck them studies. Fuck them. You're here in the bowl now. No studies can reach us here. And it's a Tuesday night, so hopefully you're feeling all right. It is November 15th, 2022. In the interest of accuracy. And you're listening to episode 205 of Bowl After Bowl. I'm Sir Spencer Wolf of Kansas City,
0: and I'm Dame Dolorean. And this here is what we call the Bowl. And you're a bowler.
3: You're bowlers. Thanks for rolling on in. Whether you're listening at stream.bowlafterbowl.com live, as we do present every Tuesday night, right around nine central, after the old DH Unplug wraps up. Or on the No Agenda stream, the mighty No Agenda stream, streaming No Agenda shows all over the world, at all hours of the day.
0: Around the world.
3: And we are just one of them every week, uh, slapping the airwaves. Or if you're listening on your favorite podcast player, hopefully a nude one, hopefully you took all your uh, clothes off, and you went to NudePodcastApps.com to get yourself a... uh, more badass podcast player.
0: Value enabled.
3: Yeah, not that legacy bullshit. Or hell, if you even listening on Apple Podcasts. I don't care. I'm just glad you're here, you know? You can you can do the stuff. You can get better one piece at a time. One piece at a time. The important part is you're hitting the bowl. And uh, everybody's got to start somewhere, right?
0: Yeah. That's
3: how it goes. Everybody's got to start somewhere.
0: Hopping in the chat is a great second step, though. That's right. Hop in the chat and... Uh, I, I see that Harv Hat is doing a weed study right now in the chat. <laughs> ah, he's studying.
3: <laughs> study, don't, study, study. Don't disturb uh, Harv Hat in the chat. He's hopefully passing his study.
0: <laughs> yes,
3: <laughs> I'm sure the grant. Uh, sure, the grant money is just uh, knocking down the door these days. In our now legal environment, legal Missouri. Look at that. Yeah, you know it had occurred <laughs> to me that uh, technically I can now officially stop smoking weed if I want to.
0: Oh, right. Was that your thing? Was R- my like promise? Recreational legalization. Well, this It's just like
3: uh, once it's you know if it's once it's legal, you know,
0: ah, uh,
4: like
3: I'm gonna well, smoke it as long as it's illegal. No, it's still illegal. which yeah. is the funny part.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh,
3: which will probably always be the case. I don't know. I don't see that changing. Everyone is like, oh, the federal thing—it's right around the corner. They've been saying this for like six or eight years now. That we're about to get federal relief, we're gonna get deschedule or reschedule. You know that's been talked about for damn near a decade. That it's just right around the know, Obama was gonna do that. I remember. I'm old enough to remember when Obama was gonna do that. So yeah, here we are with our legal weed. Hooray!
0: Mm. Yep. Applications for your home grow license are expected to open up in January. Oh God! <laughs> get a license to grow at home. I'm sure, people and. Make sure that it's behind a locked door, out of view, from any of your guests. Yeah, no windows So on the grow room, please.
3: We want to keep people safe. We don't want a window on the grow room.
0: No, no sunlight for your plants and, you know, LED lights only. That's right. (laughs) There are rules here. Oh,
3: the rules. I'm just so sick of it all.
0: Yeah, it makes me want to barf. (laughs) But whatever. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Whatever. Here we are.
0: Uh, give enforcement yeah. different things to sniff in about. There's,
3: there's no exit door to the ride that is Clown World. It's true. You just keep on bouncing around. In the circle. Um, Well, we bounced around last Thursday morning. I feel like I'm still tired from that, honestly. <laughs> Getting uh, up and doing a Bulls with Buds at 7 a.m.
0: Well, you know, um, the time change really threw a wrench in things because... When you scheduled it, it was for 8 a.m. It and was for 8. That's right. Changed the clocks, and that 8 a.m. became 7 a.m., which for me is a very different time. <laughs> yeah.
3: Because, you know, the, Europe doesn't play the same game. The uh, Central European time zone was just on Central Europe time. And then we jumped from Central Daylight Time to Central Standard Time between uh, booking the damn show and doing the damn show. So that was cool.
0: But, yeah, we had zero fee routing in the bowl.
3: that was awesome. It was a great time he's a He's a very gracious dude um, just a sweetheart and uh yeah, he kind of gave us the whole skinny on running one of the biggest routing nodes on the lightning network and advices and uh just different different things he experienced throughout his little journey. A short journey, really, if you look back at the whole thing, I mean, yeah, I don't think he was doing it for more than. Just a little over a year, kind of. Wild. And only uh, only really blew up this year as a big node. So, yeah, wild indeed. Wild indeed. Hopefully a lot of people uh, replicate the service that he was kind of putting out there because he was just an absolute monster when it came to routes. He had a, a lot of capital deployed on his node for sure. And, yeah, understandable why you can't just keep it going uh, when you want to take some more time for a new kid because you got to worry about all this capital that's deployed this big (laughs) attack vector and you know making sure that everything is operating smoothly and and safely but uh, maybe we see him back someday that's what he alluded to I think he would I think he would like to come back
0: I trust he will
3: ah man and we, we did that while just getting absolutely wiped out by the flu the whole house got smacked
0: yeah I'm on the tail end of it I'm the last one to recover yeah I'm also like, my due date is next week, so, (laughs) so much fun. Just, uh,
3: hanging in there. Final stretching it. Yep. Yep. What can we say?
0: But, you know, just, uh, drinking teas, chugging honey. I have my zinc. I've been taking the zinc the whole time and feeling fine enough. Good enough. Got rest in.
3: Good enough to not cancel anything, but, uh
0: after the bowls of buds, if you were tuned in live, I literally said, I'm like, I have to go lay down. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. But here we are.
3: Here we are. I mean, what could stop us? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing but ourselves, probably. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> frozen chicken water. Been battling it. Oh. Real pain in the ass. Uh, I got what I think is a good solution, but I have to build something for them to like drink out of it in.
0: Yes, let's hear about your solution.
3: I uh, I get these big-ass watering buckets and then just the little uh, watering nipples, which everybody's been suggesting to me anyway. Um,
0: Yeah, those little needly things yeah. that the birds peck at to get the water out.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a... It's the same principle as one of them rabbit waterers, you know? Yeah. Just with a longer... Uh, I don't know, a longer peg on the outside of it, you might say. So... Chilled the holes in the bucket and got those in. That's fine. There's just not really a good spot because they have the coop and the run. And this thing needs to be up above their heads for them to really comfortably drink out of it.
0: And the bucket is over a foot tall.
3: The bucket's pretty big. It's a big one. Uh, I really wanted, and I almost still ideally would want, to cut a perfect hole in the deck and just drop it into that hole. (laughs) <laughs> it'd be the perfect height but uh, yeah just too much there's too much at stake it, with you know fixing the deck if we ever move when we ever move whatever and and it's... someone stepping right in the goddamn bucket like eventually that's probably gonna happen
0: right because you can teach the kids and ourselves but when we have friends over <laughs> it's like hey look out for the water bucket over and, there like, the i was planning
3: to build some kind of a lid system over mm-hmm. it so like if you put the bucket down then you have a lid over it that you could step on like sure that would have been the that would have been the plan but uh
0: it's just very convoluted
3: i think that really what has to happen is what you suggested which is this second tunnel situation which has always been on the drawing board um open that up into some kind of a little area where they can where I can hang the stupid bucket and they can drink out of it
0: yes so so just poof. hang it on the Outside of the deck, above the tunnel that goes from the run under the deck, and expand that run. Like instead of doing two separate tunnels, we just put wire over that whole thing. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I think that that is going to be the uh, way to go.
0: And since we were wiped out, you know, it's just a plan. But and then just have, get it on it. <laughs> having two buckets is the f-
3: frozen solution. So
0: yeah, you know there are heated
3: fucking water feeders you can buy, but they're just a little out of the range right now.
0: Yeah, you just run out, you know, keep one inside. So for for a third of the, the price,
3: morning. yeah, for the third of the price, I can make two of these buckets and just switch them out. Just bring the frozen one in and put a new one out every day. And then bam.
0: But we do need a miner that heats the chicken water. That would be
3: ideal. That would be sweet. That would be yeah. sick. I'm going <laughs> to look into that too. Because I think that uh, that's a more sexy uh, solve.
0: Yeah, that and then the chicken treat feeder. You know, yeah. Give my chickens meal rooms for Sats.
3: That's coming in five years.
0: <laughs> Dream plans. Once I can chicken teach dreams. one of the kids to code it. Ah, that's a great plan. I actually. can't even do
3: the simplest stuff. So
0: well, our five year old is asking about this Arduino frog robot, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, go for it.
3: <laughs> yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be coming down here soon.
0: Yep. Very soon, because she's excited about doing it, so.
5: Uh,
3: what else do I have? Oh, yes, upcoming bowls with buds. Thursday night, we're going to sit down with Captain Sid and uh, talk to him. Captain Sid, if you remember, this past summer, he did, like, this big motorcycle tour of the whole country, and he went to, I think it was 31 different Bitcoin meetups. So will be talking to him, getting kind of the post-mortem on it, what he's up to these days, and uh, what he learned from his trip. So, he Sweet. came to one of our KC Bitcoiner meetings, I think it was in July, I want to say. I don't know, this whole year's been a blur. I can't, uh, it's hard to believe it's, like, coming to an end here soon. 2022, it's like, I'm just learning to say 2022 in the intro, and, <laughs> and now it's here we fucking are. over already. What's up with that? What's that all about?
0: Yes, good luck with the adjustment to 2023.
3: <laughs> uh... We've been stuck
0: in 2020 for <laughs> this whole year, I guess. Yes.
3: How stupid have we been? Yeah, I don't know. Pretty much all the way, as usual. Yeah. Nothing new here. Nothing new here, man. It's uh, so it's how it's always been.
0: Yep. Same bowl time. Same bowl channel.
3: Same bowl channel. I did get some more <laughs> tileage laid down.
0: Woo! And you're so, doing more tomorrow, right?
3: That's like the accomplishment, I guess.
0: Yeah. For the week. Well, when you don't feel good and... Your kids are down too. it's like sometimes you just uh, you gotta take a win, you're like i got I did a thing
3: <laughs> sometimes you turn out a whole week and it's just light on accomplishments, man, yep, light on accomplishments heavy on attempts. <laughs> what can I say?
0: yeah, that's true.
3: uh, what can I say?
0: We've got our home visit coming up this Thursday, yeah, which should have been last Thursday but was postponed because people had fevers in the house. Yeah, and, you know, the you midwife gotta, works her in newborns. You so got to shut that down. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I need you guys to be a house that's fever free for 24 hours. And I'm like, let's see you next Thursday. Yeah. We'll make that work. Yeah. Which is fine. Except for, you know, falling behind on all the housework because you're, you don't feel good and you <laughs> got to rest. And I'm like, welcome to my trash house. <laughs> They've it's been great. here so many times, though. Yeah. No, this is baby number four. They know what they're getting into. Trash
3: got some house,
0: got kids, which is like, what's the point of picking up? Sometimes you know,
3: you you wonder, you wonder, you do it anyway, but you always wonder in the back of your mind.
0: You do it and you do it and you do it and you do it, and it just never ends.
3: (laughs) Oh, it'll end one day. uh, One day I will die. (laughs) Yeah. I promise you that.
0: <laughs> Sweet eternal slumber. Sweet
3: dirt nap. <laughs> Until then, though, you're absolutely right.
0: Yeah. Hey, little John actually attempts to pick things up. The girls, they'll just whirl through, throw stuff all around. But John is right behind him, like, putting books on a bookshelf, putting blocks back in the block box. It's pretty cool. Once he gets older, he'll be more effective. If he ever starts walking, he's still not walking. We're going to have another baby and the toddler uh, is not walking.
3: <laughs> the baby will grow up and start kicking his ass, and he'll still just be crawling around.
0: <laughs> I wonder sometimes. I think that the baby might motivate him more. Ah, maybe.
3: Maybe you know? he just needs some uh, motivation from below.
0: Yes, because <laughs> the baby will, will be walking at a year old, and we'll all be like, "Yeah, you're doing awesome." John will be crawling around at like two and a half. He'll hey, be like, "What? He'll be? He's awesome." No, I'm awesome. Yeah, he'll, <laughs> still
3: have, he'll have to start doing impressive stuff. Because there'll be somebody like smaller and cuter than him.
0: Yep. That's rough. Well. I can only imagine I have no siblings.
3: Boys has got to learn sometime. That's yep. all I'm saying.
0: <laughs> it's true. I mean,
3: he could do it today if he wanted to. That's the sad thing. Yeah. He knows what to do. He's just, he just is not interested yet. There's no proper motivation. Yeah. Like what's in it for him?
0: Why walk when your two older sisters will carry you around like a doll yeah. all day long? Exactly. I wouldn't walk either. That's <laughs> you know, like what's the point? Yeah. What am I getting out of this?
3: <laughs> Sounds like effort.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm happy to be here in the bowl tonight. That's for sure.
3: Yeah, I'm yeah. happy a bunch of bowlers joined us to keep the thing alive too. We always like to thank them right here up front, the start of the show, because you really do you you keep the thing rolling. It's not just us in here. It's everybody out there too. That makes it a show so uh, i think it's important to acknowledge those people and show gratitude and and kind of talk about what it means to live value for value and to put the show out there value for value it's a a weekly labor of love and uh, that's our concern that's our focus is our value for value producers and how are we going to get the value to them every week and uh, even sometimes more often than every week because, of course, we do the bowls with buds. Those are sporadically scheduled, just kind of whenever I can thread that needle or wherever, whenever you can thread that needle. I know you used to book a lot of them, and now it's kind of like I'm booking them all. Yeah. We go through these cycles. But, Give me uh, a little
0: rest, and then the baby, and then I'll be, get back on it. Yeah. And you can rest.
3: <laughs> um. But anyway, you know, that's just another thing that we think of. Like, who can we get in here and have an interesting conversation with? Who? What uh, What kind of knowledge can we pass on to the bowlers? What kind of, uh, you know, news happenings have taken place in the last week over the legalization movement? All of this different stuff is like what we look for to put value into the show. And then we just put it out there for everybody. We broadcast it on an RSS feed. So there's no paywall. There's no gotcha no tracking. Uh, I don't do the pre-pinned whatever thing that people are doing. Uh, I'm not, you know, looking at my download scans. I'm not uh, chasing metrics and all this bullshit. I'm just focused on the value put in the show. That frees my mind up from the other uh, shit coin numbers like download numbers and all this shit. It doesn't matter to us how many downloads there are, whatever there is. What matters is are people finding value and returning value. And so... That's why we thank the people every every show. Pull up the old PayPal, and uh, people can get in there. It's a button at the bottom of every page at BullAfterBull.com. And uh, we start by thanking my good buddy, Dan Gehring.
0: Hey, um, Greg Daniels.
3: That's right. Greg Daniels <laughs> riding into the sunset on his monthly $10 donation.
0: Thank you, sir.
3: Very much appreciate that. Uh,
0: and a millennial.
3: That's right. Any mm. millennial of MMO.show, you know it. It's uh, absolutely dominating the fountain charts lately. Uh, the Millennial Media Offensive podcast that he does with John G. Do. And, uh, of course, Daniel Garing. just like every other human that has ever existed, has uh, never OD'd on, on marijuana. So congratulations on that as well.
0: It's a win for everyone.
3: That's right. Thank you, sir. Uh, another guy who's never OD'd on marijuana uh comes in Circus Media.
0: Yeah, Circus Media. With his
3: monthly eleven eleven. Thank you donation. We much appreciate that. Uh, no notes on those recurring's, but I will say we really appreciate the recurring's because they help cover like the Linode automatic monthlies and um, some of the web host stuff and all the things that are automatically taken out. Uh, we kind of do the monthly bills through the PayPal as well so that just helps offset all those monthly costs and we really appreciate those sustaining donations. We also have uh the wild man back at it. Uh Byron Giant actually.
0: Yes, we have a pronunciation now too.
3: Yeah, uh he sent me a little note last show last Tuesday he kind of snuck in the donation late cuz he wanted a shout out, a birthday shout out for his brother if you re- if you recall and so his note tonight just says ITB. So in the bowl,
0: in the bowl to you for four
3: forty-four.
0: And thank you Four forty
3: four, forty-four, you dirty whore. Uh, but last week, I should just say that uh, he did send us a pronunciation guide. He said, "You two are the bees knees." My dad and I dropped the ball getting a B day shout out for my bro on Sundays. No agenda, so your clutch voodoo that you do so damn well is much appreciated. As for my tag, I'm tall and have some German blood. I pronounce it Bayern Giant. Sort of rhymes with i yearn. Okay. English is wonky and can be pronunciated lots of ways. Uh, I'm just digging the freedom in the bowl. So in the bowl. In the bowl. Bayern Giant.
0: Bayern Giant.
3: So we've all been saying it wrong, which is somehow like I kind of suspected, even though I wanted to double down. Uh, Yeah. Buy Urn Giant. Byron Giant.
0: Byron Giant, like Iron Giant with a B. There you go.
3: I think frankly it's simple. Simple enough. Simple enough. Well, thank you, and thank you, all the bullers, who uh help us out on the pal of pain. Um also we love to thank everybody who's sent in these magical boostograms on a nude podcast app. You can go and uh, take off all your clothes and go to nudepodcastapps.com and pick one out. Uh, We happen to really like CurioCaster, and we happen to really like Podverse, and we happen to really like Boost CLI. Uh, These are all ways you can boost our live tag. And uh, the reason that we love that live tag is because, you know, sometimes we'll have a bowls with buds, and we'll have a guest on, and that guest will have a value split. And so when you're boosting the live show and you're listening along, if you're using those apps, uh, then you can actually get the sats to their intended recipients instead of... uh, Lorian and I splitting it half and half, and the the guest's not getting anything. So. That's right. That's sort of why I like the uh those live item live item uh, tag supporters.
0: Yep, the bowl is lit.
3: That's right, we are lit. You heard it here uh, first.
6: This is a new live son of a bitch.
3: And uh, I always try to go back to the. The last delineator, which is Harv Hat, always he hits us up on the fade out, and there he is, fourteen twenty. He got us on the fade out last Tuesday, Boosted from C L I, So he got the right live tag. Good job. Woo. And then, uh, Hey Citizen, he was the first uh, pre-recorded episode listener, and actually, it looks like he's boosting the one with Fletcher, episode two hundred two. Nice balls with buds with Fletcher, and uh, for forty-two or four twenty-sixty-nine, so forty-two thousand sixty-nine sets. Out of Podverse, he says, loved the discussion about balls and nipples.
0: Oh, yeah.
3: (laughs) Well, we're happy to provide.
0: Thanks, A-Citizen.
3: Appreciate ya. Uh, Out of Fountain, 8888 from Bully Steed. Bully. And uh, Bully says, the glass guitar bong is magical. No secret. Fan of the gangsta grass. I'm pretty sure JCD would love the two hours of bluegrass. It's quality. Well, cheers. Uh, 420 is me testing. Um... Oh, we got 4,200 sets um, from Johnny Potseed. Ah, oh, Johnny. Out of Fountain. He's boosting the uh, zero-fee routing episode.
0: Nice.
3: Episode 204 that we just did. And he says, uh, great guest, I learned a lot of this on.
0: <laughs>
3: then then it ends. I don't know.
0: I learned a lot of this on.
3: Learned a lot of this on. Well. Johnny <laughs>
0: Potseed is on something. Yeah. Probably I wa- pot. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I want a gram of what you learned this on, sir. Yeah. Uh, cheers, and thank you. Uh, 420 testing out of C-dubs. He's testing that uh, podcast index. Booster Rooney.
0: C-dubs, thank you. Um, For the test.
3: Servo is boosting from Core Lightning via Alby in the bowl. Cheers, cheers. He's boosting that uh, podcast index page. I also wanted to go back into my chat history because uh, stupidy Doopity... My fountain has been acting up. It's uh, it's picking and choosing which ones to go. You mean helipad? That's what I mean, helipad. What did I say? Fountain. Sorry, fountain. Sorry, fountain. Your f- fountain's been great. Fountain's been working. <laughs> no live item, but I hear it's coming soon, so that's cool. I'm jumping up and down. Um, but yeah, helipad. Helipad is just picking and choosing like boosts. Yours are all coming in, by the way. So it's like yes. it's my node specifically. Mm. Not. It's not just helipad across the board or anything. It's probably something I fucking did because I'm an idiot. Uh, but sometimes some of them will come through and some of them just will not. And I've restarted this uh, helipad service. I've jiggled a lot of handles. Done everything but like rip everything out and reinstall, which I don't mm. really feel like doing. I just wonder what's making it decide not to take certain ones. Just certain ones. And it's not even like... Uh, its n- There's no consistent...
5: Yeah,
0: there's like no pattern. Sender
3: pattern, there's no consistent app pattern. Like I'll get some of the fountain ones and some of them I won't. Uh so I did want to scroll back cuz there was a test, It looks like a 420 test I sent in fountain again today that didn't come through. But then uh I got that test token from devs that did come through. It's fantastic. I just wanted to make sure that uh, I don't miss anybody.
0: Well so bless the boost bot.
3: Bless the boost bot because the blue spot misses nothing. I see all of that
0: uh,
3: coming through here, including HarvHat. HarvHat came in, that's right, right? When we went live, as usual, thank you, sir, cheers, you're an absolute hero, and uh, he boosted 4,269 via Boost CLI, and I do not have that in my uh, helipad, unfortunately, but you did hear in a millennial slap, was just now, with 16,680 sats out of Fountain. Woo! Thank you, sir. And he says, "I made brownies, and I think we're dead." <laughs>
0: uh. Oh, great reference! Yes, a One classic,
3: epic, epic cop calls the cops on his own cop self after eating some pod brownies.
0: Yep, that he made. <laughs> see, some
3: people thought that they OD'd on uh, marijuana over the t- over the years, but uh, we checked the replay tapes, and turns out, nope. They were just really high. They were like, "Wow, I am really high." And they pulled out their phone and called the cops, which is turns out not what you want to do when you're really high. No, <laughs> under any circumstance of being really high, just uh, wait it out, man. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. Lie down and uh, just wait for a long ass time, and then you'll be good.
0: <laughs> is this forever?
3: No, but it'll feel like forever. Yeah, that's that's usually for a the answer. While. Like, no, but pretend it will be, and mm. then go from there. you will be good. you will be good, before you even know it. Um, yes, but that uh, that gets us back to the present, so I'm going to keep one eye on the helipad, but another eye on the chat very closely, because
0: uh, you know, can't be missing our bowler's boosts coming in. That's right, man.
3: That's right. And God bless boost after boost there, holding it down in the chat, um, which is, of course, C-dub's creation. And uh, always brings in the live boosts right as they come in. It always is fast. And it gives us all we need to know. Gives us the tag, boost amount, even little custom emojis for the uh, numerology people like to send in there. So thank you all bowlers. Very much love the support and the value. And uh, that's what we
0: keep doing. Yeah. And we love hearing from you. We do. So if you haven't left a voicemail yet, you should do that. Uh, every week, we have a first-time-I-ever topic. And this week, the first-time-I-ever topic is the first time I ever became Eskimo Bros or Pogo Sisters with someone. So all you gotta do, if you wanna leave a voicemail there and tell us about it, is pick up your phone and...
5: Call 816-607. Six six three and the
0: play of ball after ball. Ball after ball. We'll play it. We play won't it. screen it. We live dangerously. We just play the voicemails that come in. And if you're voice shy or have crappy reception, send us a text.
3: Yeah, you can always text it in.
0: Yeah, we'll read the text too.
3: Yeah, there's a Many ways to play, uh, and just as many ways to win. Yes. It's just by playing, you win.
0: Exactly. Yeah, you don't even have to answer the F tie. Just say hi. Uh,
3: simplest way just to start um, giving value is pass the ball. Pass the ball. And who would you pass the ball to? Well, not just anyone. Someone's cool, someone who's not going to uh, judge you or call the cops or something stupid.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
3: so, uh, yeah. Pass the ball with discretion, and that's how we roll this thing on a uh, on over.
0: Rolling on over, just one butt at a
3: time, you know, one butt at a time. This always, uh, by the way, kind of rolls into a segment that we do by the name of. Uh yeah, we were talking last week about the epic collapse of FTX. And uh Jesus Christ, is everybody still talking about that or what?
0: Definitely. It Everyone.
3: Is the most front and center um crypto story of all time, I think. I think we can safely say that it is the most mainstream uh story about crypto that we have ever seen. Um, still a shit show by the way f t x still a shit show still new stuff that's kind of being either learned or whispered about or rediscovered out of the archives or this or that um I think when we last left you bowlers, there was still um there was still talk of binance flirting with a a rescue swoop uh well, that dematerialized pretty goddamn quickly. it was just <laughs> mere hours after we talked about it that. Uh, Binance took a look and said, no fucking way, we're not touching that with a 10-foot pole. And then back, right back out of there. Um, it looked like by Wednesday or Thursday of last week, they were, uh, reprocessing some withdrawals again over there at FTX. And, uh, yeah. Since they have started, uh, Chapter 11 bankruptcy proceedings, womp womp, um... There are more hot takes on this than just about anything yes. around. So, I mean, why? I don't really have anything really mind-boggling to to bring to you about it just because it's been looked at from every angle. And uh, really, really, the uh, story is the same old story. It's not like a new story. It's just another exchange makes their own little token out of thin air. And it's, you know, an EC20 Ethereum token, just like all the fucking tokens are. It's like 98% of all the coins out there are one of these tokens. And, uh, you know, they fake trade to puff it up, and then they loan it out, and then they collateralize it, then they reloan it out, and they're leveraged all to the gills, and then somebody gets wind that, like, 90% of their books or some ungodly number, is all just these fucking coupons for their own store, you know? Yeah and once everybody figures that out then the artificial price is erased immediately and uh the rest is history as they say so i don't know there goes a big big democratic funder belly up and uh you got to wonder about the timing of all this shit like during the midterm weekends and uh of course now some of the big banks and payment providers are going to slow float a digital dollar of their own had to test that out, no, so of course, so right on time, everything's just yeah. right on schedule. It's Isn't so that convenient, so it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Uh, BlockFi halted withdrawals last Thursday as well. Oof. So, another one bites the dust. They had uh bailed out FTX a little bit earlier this year. So, not only were there some funds tied up in the company itself, but also, uh, from what I understand, BlockFi relied heavily upon. Uh, FDX as a trading mechanism as well. So just too many, uh, too many trusted third parties that are in bed with each other and uh, all kind of stacked on the same wobbly surface, you know. And I guess just like the take that I keep seeing, there's just eye rolling. Is the the crypto is dead take? But then there will be some kind of a fucking illustration of a, a Bitcoin logo that's melting.
0: Oh. <laughs>
3: and uh it's like you're so close with the take. You're so close. Like crypto is crypto is hopefully dead, but I don't know. I'm not really that optimistic. I think that people will keep riding these fucking scams forever. Yeah. Even after the quote unquote regulation comes in. Uh in fact, there will probably be a regulated way to fucking rug people once the regulation comes in. But uh crypto maybe is, is dead, but, but to say that like Bitcoin is over is laughable. It's just like, still, it's still, you know, we're here in the very end of 2022 and people still don't fucking get it. People don't understand the point of what Bitcoin is and why it's different and why it's around and why people decided to use it. Why some guy decided to make it in the first place. Yeah. It's about... It's about avoiding all of this exact bullshit. You do not have to trust the sloppiest Jufro walking around on planet Earth. You don't have to trust all these fucking banksters and fraudsters and all these jackasses. You don't have to trust anyone. You can self-custody your wealth and your assets. Yourself. You do it yourself. Then there's nobody who can say, oh, no, you can't withdraw. You can't, no, no. This is why we say, "Not your keys, not your cheese." It's what it means. If you don't hold the private keys to be able to spend your Bitcoin, then it's not your Bitcoin in the fucking story, and you don't know how to use Bitcoin in the fucking story. And if you don't know what that means, then you need to just do some goddamn research till you know, because that's that's the simple step one shit right there. Self custody. A lot of guys have spread themselves out over these f- shit coins. And I've heard this so often. And it's so eye-rolling. So cringe. I don't want to have all my eggs in one basket, doll. Right? Yeah. You hear this shit? <laughs> oh, yeah. You hear this shit? It's like, it's as if I didn't want to put all of my eggs in one basket. So I gather my eggs and I put one in my shoe and I put one in the neighbor's mailbox and I put one out in the middle of the fucking street and I put one under the back wheel of my car because I don't want them all in one basket.
5: <laughs>
3: you gotta put them somewhere safe, asshole. You gotta put them somewhere safe, asshole. So you can put them in several baskets, but putting money into shit coins is not a basket. You're putting your egg in your fucking neighbor's boot. It's incredible, dude. It's incredible. Um, you hear people say things like, well, yeah, we don't don't use DOS, so we're not going to use Bitcoin forever. And none of these shit coins do what Bitcoin does. It's not, it's not like a step two of Bitcoin. It's no. not an improvement on Bitcoin. It's a fucking scam to get your money, and then they go and fucking buy Bitcoin with it. Yeah. Most of these dickheads.
0: Isn't that interesting?
3: Isn't that interesting? <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Well, congratulations to all the retards that yet again lost money. If you're still losing money and if you're still getting rugged after all this fucking time, like, I don't know how to help you. I don't know how to reach you. I don't know what words to say to make you pull your fucking head out of your ass by now and self-custody your shit. Because every time one of these goes down, I roll my eyes and keep walking. It doesn't affect me at all. At all. The only thing that happens is Bitcoin goes on sale for a little bit and I get a little more. So I appreciate that part of it. But the rest of it's just a little bit annoying at this point. You know, it's getting a little bit played out. It is a great time to buy. It is a wonderful time to buy. You're getting almost 6,000 sats for your doll hair right now.
0: Yep. Yep. According to Clark Moody Bitcoin dashboard, it's uh, 5906. Look at that.
3: 5906. You got it pulled up and everything. Yeah. Look at you.
0: Because you got to just get in the car and drive.
3: That's right. Well, And and, and that's the thing. No one's going to fucking do it for you, okay? The people that are going to do it for you are the uh, fat Sammies of the world, man. The people that are going to do it for you are going to take advantage of the fact that you don't want to learn it. Oh, you don't want to learn it. Oh, it's very hard. Um, It's not, first of all. It's not very hard. Second of all, to learn it all the fucking way is impossible, right? It'd be like, we use the car analogy all the time because it's similar, right? It's similar, You got to take care of your car and you got to know some shit about it. You got to know when you change the oil last and you got to keep the oil changed. You have to take care of it. You have to put gas in it. You don't have to learn how to rebuild the engine. You don't have to know what the fuck a catalytic converter does. Okay. There are things you have to know and there are things you don't have to know. But in the aggregate of all the other bullshit that you're expected to learn and figure out in this life, it's not one of the harder things. Trust me, as a Idiot stoner saying this from his basement It's not that difficult You just don't want to do it Because it's a little bit of pain now I'd rather do the little bit of a pain now Than a whole hell of a lot of a pain later Personally And I would advise everybody else to think about that the same way Because you're going to have to go through some pain Why not do it on your terms just a little bit And then you get smarter Right And you learn something You make your life better Improve your shit Huh?
0: yeah and hey zero fee routing started with a number two <laughs>
3: that's right man that's right there's no there's no bad way to self custody because it's you and you're in control you're really gonna fucking trust yet another one of these dipshits that rolls out man I don't I don't know how to save you but this guy's good okay but this guy donates to uh, my new green thing oh, okay all
0: his money he's giving all the yeah. money away this yeah. guy
3: drives a fucking Corolla too yeah <laughs> whatever (laughs) whatever man whatever we're past that okay we're past that so there's like the time for excuses is over all right tom brady himself got rugged okay like everybody's getting rugged everybody's done all right you like we saw it we saw everybody get rugged now okay or i don't know fuck stick with the slave dollar that's fine too jesus if you really are like that big of a sucker for pain like i don't know that's the only other way. Uh big talk about staked ETH going away today. Oh. And uh, I wanted to clarify that, well, the ability to withdraw going away. So wh- what I've seen is reference to you used to be able to get some kind of a time estimate, right? Um, on when you can withdraw your staked ETH. So let's back up a little bit. Ethereum used to be a proof-of-work cryptocurrency, just like Bitcoin. And uh, this year, they famously switched to proof-of-stake. And in order to run a proof-of-stake node, you have to stake some Ethereum. Uh, I think it was 32 Ethereum tokens minimum must be staked in your node in order to make you a valid verifier Mm. on the ultra-valid network of verification. (laughs) Very cool. You have to be very cool. Uh, to do this so you know like it's like i don't know 40 g's or some shit wow you know so there's this minimum price tag walking up to the door of the thing
0: i love when that happens
3: um so that's all well and good there's no code written to unstake eth once it is staked (laughs) it's in there staked you staked it right and they were like yeah we'll write it someday we'll get to it someday which is what they said about going proof of stake in the first place like you know, we've been waiting for this proof of stake magistrate for fucking three, four years. That finally got done. Uh baffling many minds, actually. But now that it's proof of stake and you can stake, you know, you can't unstake. So once you're in, you're in. Which is like, all right, what is it what is uh what is staked ETH worth if it can't be unstaked? Right. It's right. It's worth voting rights, I guess. But uh you you can put it in, you can't get it out you'll be able to get it out one day they just have to write it and uh the devs have made clear that they're in no fucking hurry because why would they be the devs have made clear they're in no fucking hurry to write the code to let you unstake your ethereum tokens because like well, that would be weird if everybody kind of i don't know started unstaking the shit and pulling it out and oh that would, wouldn't be very good you know so like Hey, well, you know, just relax. Just keep it in there. Whatever. It's fine. You don't need to. Like, what are you going to do? Unstake it? Then you won't be able to be a validator. Hey. You won't be able to punish bad actors on the network. You know, you want to be able to uh, have all of this uh, network power, right? Be one of the validators, you know? It's the power. Be the note of justice going out there, smacking everybody down who tries to. Uh, publish bad transactions, write bad blocks, you're bad. I can say you're bad because I have Ethereum staked, man. So yeah, uh, a lot of people were saying that like today was the day that... Uh, it's basically like they just made it a little bit clearer is what I understand in their UI. Like They used to mm. give you some fucking bullshit pulled out of their ass time estimate of when you can unstake your... And that's gone away now. Oh. And... Uh, yeah, 2023 wasn't really a priority according to to the core dev team. Uh, uh, Withdraws and writing the code to actually do that not a priority for the next year. So, so whenever you know, eventually someday.
0: So the ETH is staked for now. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's all. If it's
3: staked, <laughs> it's staying staked, my man, for at least a year, probably quite a while. That'd be my That'd be my guess. My time estimate is quite some fucking time.
0: As soon as I heard the term proof of stake, I was like, I'm not into that.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just a total... Uh, there's there's no uh, basis in reality, right? So, essentially, proof of work and proof of stake. Proof of work is basically the interface between digital Bitcoin and the physical world. Okay? Proof of work requires physical proof in the actual world uh, in order to create new blocks and thus mine new coins and thus move the whole system forward. Uh, And they base it on this 10 minute window to make adequate time for all of the nodes around the world to be able to see each block and catch up on the chain and, and can keep in sync. Right?
0: Everyone. Yeah.
3: Everybody. And so what this essentially means is that everyone can run a node And it's not based upon politics, it's not based upon opinion, it's not based upon anything other than the laws of physics, which, uh, as far as we know, are uh, pretty set in stone and not going to change, right? And if they do change, it won't be because, you know, somebody comes in and lobbies for a change, or buys a change. Right. Uh, They're just the physical laws of the universe, and that's how it is, Um The reason that it takes so much energy right now is just because so many people are doing it. So uh, proof of work takes as much energy as people put in. The goal and the difficulty adjustment, the whole purpose of it, is to keep those blocks, on average, 10 minutes apart. We want to have them 10 minutes between each other. On average. And that's averaged over every two weeks. So every two weeks, there's a difficulty adjustment. If blocks have been coming out too fast, then uh, the code will make... Mining blocks just a little bit harder. The difficulty goes up, and thus the blocks will slow down on average. And the opposite is true. If there's not enough blocks, if the blocks have been coming out too slow, the difficulty uh, is adjusted downward. And so the only reason that there's a tremendous amount of energy taken up is because there's a tremendous amount of people putting energy in to mining these coins, to guessing the hash, and uh, trying to mine the next block in the chain. If tomorrow all these miners got unplugged, and uh, the block rate slowed way down. We'd hit the two-week difficulty adjustment. Adjustment would fall. And uh, the nodes that are still left running would pick up the slack and boom. be getting blocks every 10 minutes. So this, this has already been accounted for, all this stuff. Yeah. And uh, every time someone comes along and says, I'm here to help fix Bitcoin, uh, this, is, this is what we get. Total annihilation and destruction of that person and their net worth, allegedly, or supposedly, or whatever, wherever the fucking money went, right? And uh, meanwhile, TikTok next block. The, the Bitcoin blockchain does not give a shit about your Bahamanian scam coin. It's does, does, not affected. It's a separate thing entirely. And so this is the message. This is the message that's still not sunk in. Crypto is dead. Uh, Bitcoin is different Yes. And that's what most people fail still at this point to realize. Crypto is dead. Bitcoin is different. But, ah, uh, someday. <laughs> whatever.
0: Proof of work reminds me of one for all. And then proof of stake is like all for one.
3: <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's a good way to look at it. Oh, it's just, ah. Uh...
0: Yeah, when you get I into had... the the FUD and the misunderstanding, you know. Yeah, exactly. And
3: um uh, I mean, we've done this before. It's not like uh you can't really send people links. You just have to say, "Yeah, figure it out," you know. Figure yeah. it out. I love you and I want you to figure it out, but it doesn't matter like uh, you're not going to listen to me anyway. So, just figure it out. Yep. All it all it's all out there, man. Yeah. You will start, you will start if you just uh just keep looking and reading stuff, man. You'll start to separate the noise from the signal. If it comes from some nice fucking uh polished ass website that has all the latest JavaScript plugins, then it's probably just more noise, man. The signal comes from just regular ass people. <laughs> the shinier it is, the more Super Bowl commercials it has, the scammier oh. it probably is, man. Yeah. Scammier it probably is. That's all.
0: The PP coin. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's
3: incredible, man. Oh,
0: yeah. It's
3: incredible. What can I say? What can I say? That hasn't already been said a hundred million times.
0: I think a lot of people just have too much money, and then they don't know what to do with it, and then they hire someone that's like, well, there's this new thing. Let's throw some in there. Uh, You can be an endorser. Your face can be on a screen for this. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just a bowler.
3: <laughs> I wonder if Brady got paid in FTT tokens for yeah. all of those commercials.
0: <laughs> that would be fucking rich. Yeah. yeah. Turns out you
3: can get a lot of people to do a lot of shit just by giving them these tokens that you print out of thin
0: air. Things. <laughs> people will do shit for things. Crazy. Well, it's wild. I know. It's like it makes me want to just start bringing arcade tokens. Or, like, the laundromat tokens I have left over? Like, just bring them around. Just try to put them into, like, a 25-cent machine or something. (laughs) "Ah, That's a token. This is worth 25 cents somewhere else. Mm. Take my tokens. Just get get your shit off the exchange,
3: pally. Do uh, Do you have the keys? Do you have the private keys? Why don't you sign a message for me with your private keys to prove that you have the private keys? You don't know where to start with that? Okay. You probably don't. Self-custody. Exactly. Get your shit off the exchange. Do it now. Now. Yeah. Do it now. Mempool, by the way, wall to wall the last couple of days. Oh, yeah? I don't know if I mentioned that, but uh, I had written down here to mention it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely flooded. In fact, uh, it's it's calmed down a tiny bit now. There are only 144 blocks oh. <laughs> waiting to be confirmed currently in the mempool. Yeah. Uh, We're purging any transactions right now that are under 9.15 sats per value buck, or per virtual byte, excuse me, Uh, 9.15 sats per virtual byte. Anything less than that, getting purged, you're getting purged. So if you try to open a channel, baby, and uh, you just put one sat per uh, virtual byte, like we've been doing, uh, that transaction will not be broadcast at the moment.
0: Never going to happen at the moment interesting
3: yeah you'll have to wait a while you'll have to wait a while till this all clears out so many speculative uh musings on what this could be about too a lot of times when this happens it's big institutional players shaking their shit <laughs> up uh somebody was like oh this is great for bitcoin it's all of the plebs moving their shit off of exchanges and it's like there is a lot of that going on like don't get me wrong about that there's a lot of that going on for good reason Hopefully, it continues. Uh, but at this volume, at this time like I promise you the plebs didn't all line up at nine o'clock uh Monday morning, right when business started to uh withdraw from exchanges. Yeah, exactly. All at once. <laughs> so um uh, there's a lot of talk in the the remaining players of the exchange world saying, Oh, we're going to put together a proof of reserves so this can never happen, you know. So <laughs> people like Binance, and I think Coinbase is flirting with that and a lot of others and so speculation is maybe they're um, making some on-chain moves to prepare for that. Who knows? But uh, really, is jamming you up. If you want to get into the next block right now, it's going to cost you at least fourteen sats per virtual byte mm. to get into the next block. So and actually, the next three blocks are looking next four blocks are looking like fourteen sats is where things start to play. So. High priority, uh, according to mempool.space, is 24 right now. Big high fee times, baby. Interesting times. Interesting times, right? You know, right around the midterms. Like, because cause what better time to fuck with everything than during the election? Hello. Coincidence?
0: I think no. Never. <laughs>
3: Never is, is it? No. That's all the cocaine I have for this week, man. Oh.
0: Well. I've got some top three thirty okay. threes, as always.
3: That's that's getting better.
0: It's a slightly, it's an upgrade from the last yeah. <laughs> sing song.
3: Yeah, you got <laughs> something there. Oh. We could work with that.
0: Now, I thought this article came out kind of late, but it was released after Last Bowl and before this one. New Orleans police made 33 gun arrests on Bourbon Street over Halloween weekend. Spooky. Or, as we should call it, Halloween weekend.
3: Yeah, that's the official Come name. Come on, right?
0: journalists. I'm missing your mark. Well, wow. uh, there were 39 total arrests with 37 guns confiscated. Now, remember, these are gun arrests. So I was like, wow, two people didn't have guns on them, but somehow got arrested for gun related something or others. <laughs> Interesting. That weirds me out, and there's no details on it. Two of the guns uh, that were taken in by the cops were linked to shootings, one of which was a drive-by. The pussiest of the shootings, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's fucking lame. And uh, this was a good one. This is why this is my top article this week for Uh-oh. The Magic Number. So far this year, New Orleans uh, Police Department's 8th District, which is the French Quarter included in there, obviously, has made 333 gun arrests. Jackpot. I was like, wow, that is magical. (laughs) We got the 33 guns in the headlines, 333 arrests so far this year, which the year's almost over. They were
3: really jacked about this one.
0: Yeah, they hit the quota, 333. Uh, And then there was a quote. These arrests possibly prevented potential shootings or homicides, as well as safety concerns to residents and visitors in the French Quarter. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like taking guns away from people, even if they're not supposed to have them. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) it just just grosses me out. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, well, 33 people were detained after deputies raided two illegal gambling sites in San Antonio, Tejas. I'm shocked. They were shocked. <laughs> shocked, they say, that gambling was going on in these two locations. Yeah, they took in 60 gambling machines. You like that terminology? Gambling machines? Oh, There's, like, man. no details on what we're looking at. Are they slots? You know, is so it a it... kino? I don't know.
3: <laughs> I, I've, I've considered myself a gambling machine a couple times.
0: Oh. Over my life. <laughs> I as well. Yeah. Uh, they say that um, of the 33 people they uh, detained, the customers are going to get a citation uh-oh, for their gambling. But employees and operators are going to be charged with keeping a gambling place and promotion of gambling. And uh, later on, they could be seeing charges of organized criminal activity, depending on how deep their investigation gets on this. Yeah. Yeah, gambling. I guess you just can't do it. Keeping a gambling place, huh? I know. Yeah, don't you what love you that just, terminology? What if you just let
3: it be a mess? You don't keep it uh-huh. at all. Like, there's gambling, sure, but like, you know, nobody sweeps, nobody mops.
0: Unkept gambling place. Huh? Like, like, there's just cards all over the place and some dice.
3: I think there's some money there. Oof. That's all I'm saying.
0: I don't want to find out. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> we have games here. <laughs> no gambling Games
3: of uh, skill
0: Yes <laughs> We call it fun Yeah, It's just fun
3: Just step over the pile of dead rats And uh, place your bets <laughs>
0: uh, And finally A 33 year old Baton Rouge man Was sentenced to 228 months In federal prison Which is 19 years For you normal bowlers out there yeah. uh, For possession of fentanyl other drugs, and guns in prison. Shit. Yeah, he got guns in prison.
3: Guns in prison, fentanyl in prison.
0: Yeah, all the good stuff. God damn. He got the goods. I guess. Uh, And then they tacked on four years of supervised release after that 19-year number. I just was like, 228 months, what is this? (laughs) Why do people count like that?
3: I don't know. It's probably like month per this times some other shit. I don't know. I don't know. I don't sentence people to prison, so no. I don't really know. Like it's not my fucking
0: line of work. Thank God. goodness. Yeah. Could you imagine? No, I don't want to. Uh, and then th- this guy, I-, I looked up his criminal past. It seems like it all started in 2018 when he got caught and, <laughs> and entered a guilty plea for attempted possession of oxycodone what is that that's what i want to know
3: he tried to have some
0: (laughs) he tried to have some he tried and he admitted that he he tried to have tried to
3: hold it i tried to hold it judge
0: Ah.
3: i attempted to possess that drug
0: yeah and then as part of that guilty plea uh sheriffs and cops and whatever came and searched his residence and vehicle and found you know thirty-five thousand dollars in cash heroin fentanyl pistol oh so there's god forbid you have a pistol with ammo because you have drugs also that aren't (laughs) pharmaceutical drugs with a prescription for you yeah (laughs) Ah, that's just so lame but yeah attempted possession of oxycodone
3: Attempted possession you know what uh, i've I've seen it all now
0: i think it just means he asked a cop yeah, you buy yeah. it from
3: a fucking narc. A narc, an
0: undercover e- Not even a
3: cop, just one of those fucking shady <laughs> CI bastards that they go pay. Like, Yeah. They just pay other criminals to bring them other criminals.
0: Yeah. And they find them at the uh, legal injection sites. Fuck. <laughs> well, Let's go behind the curtain. Oh, uh, yes, please. Yeah. I might not be in 100% best health, but... No one was coughing into coffins this week. Good. And for that, I say thank you. <laughs> no, there were too many. Well, you know, football, rah, rah. A lot of 33s in football. Ooh, football. Yeah. Ooh, football. And then 33s in like, I don't know. You just see it everywhere. But these are the most interesting stories of the week, I felt. Nice. So last bowl, we had like a historical timestamp of where all of the weed uh, votes were at. But I have the final results for this poll.
5: Ooh.
0: Of course, Maryland and Missouri both passed legalization of some form or another. That's right. Ooh. I have more details on Missouri because I live here. Makes uh, sense. One of which is that the Department of Health and Senior Services has already released the draft rules Whoopie that dang. they were asked to come up with.
3: They were ready this in, time. Yes.
0: They just did it before it passed. Yeah, they not, assumed it was going to pass.
3: Not their first rodeo.
0: Weed wins. They've worked with New Approach before. You know, New Approach did draft the medical that we had in place. Yes. Still have in place. Um, And now public comments are open for two weeks. Oh, boy. So you better look in the show notes and get your ass there. Yeah, make your voice heard. <laughs> Uh, by golly well i noticed an error already and i was about to make my public comment when i saw someone else's comment i had already uh addressed it and oh i'm like yeah? okay all right i'll hold back yes uh it suggests that there's a license cap of 192 combined licenses but already in this state there are 200 plus medical dispensaries So, how would it be a license cap of 192?
3: Yeah, you're supposed to let all the current players play, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. They can start applying for their recreational licenses, they being the medical dispensary license holders, uh, December 8th, which Uh, is where we get this number from or this date from. I see. And you know what the fee is for already established players to apply for this secondary license? Mm, 15K. No. What? Two thousand dollars. <laughs> Is that
3: all? Oh wow, mama Mia. So I welcome am... to the fucking game, my friend. <laughs> I am I see you already have a platinum card. Step right this way, my sir.
0: <gasps> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. I was like, holy crap, the people already making money off of weed and they don't even have to pay really for Oh, they paid their dues
3: the first time. Come on in. Mm. We know you. We know you. You're yeah. on our list. We've been expecting you.
0: Then you'll see headlines saying recreational sales will probably start in February. Uh, and that's because the regulators have 60 days to issue licenses based on that December 8th application opening. Mm-hmm. Um, so hence, you know, February 6th would be that 60 day, 60 days is up. There you go. But it could be sooner for some of them. Um, I was reading a lot of, players saying that they have an oversupply of stuff so they're like we're ready to go we can just start <laughs> selling rec already we're just like sell this now i mean yeah so just depending on how fast they get the licenses out different medical dispensaries will be able to start selling rec and then around january as i already mentioned they anticipate opening up the portal for applications for anyone 21 and older who wants to home grow. That's right. You can apply to get a home grow license. Ooh, this is, so, you know, this is what made me the angriest about this whole thing.
3: How silly are you? If you are like the guy who went out and doesn't really, you know, isn't like a patient, like in the, in the most needy sense of the word patient, let's say. Right. Sure. Maybe you have uh,
0: headaches, sure, chronic pain,
3: uh, a need for weed,
0: yeah. <laughs> that you really
3: can't put into uh, uh, super medical emergency terms, but you know, so you went out and you got a card uh, for like two and a half years, and now you can like just do the rec thing, just like walk in and get it. What's well? What's the deal?
0: It's pretty lame that you're in a database. Is the deal? Yeah, uh, it's like you can't undo that. But you know when you go in and buy Rec, they're gonna ask for your license and still scan it. You're still going into a database. And with medical, if you have the medical card, your taxes are gonna be lower on your purchases. Oh uh, you know, yeah, you recreational got to, taxes gotta be higher. Gotta
3: save them taxes. There you go. There yep. you go. No, I knew there would be some kind of a scam to separate the two, but
0: Oh yeah. Medical database uh listings still win.
3: It's fabulous.
0: <laughs> Under this scheme.
3: <laughs> I feel like a, a winner for sure.
0: <laughs> oh, I just, I can't stand it, dude. So
3: very legal. All the, this is what you wanted.
0: No, right? they put crimes into the constitu- the state constitution, you know? It's like, it just grosses me out. Like you have to This have, is what you wanted. Imagine this. <laughs> Stoners, you wanted it.
3: Legalization is here.
0: Sometimes when I'm at the stove, I carelessly burn myself. But I know of this plant medicine. It comes from aloe vera. It's a gel, you know? I can squeeze it out of the plant, put it on my finger when I burn myself, wrap it in Band-Aid, I'm good to go. Right. (laughs) But then big daddy government is like, you know what? You want to grow a plant that can help you and prevent you from coming into a urgent care for that little burn? Going to need a license for that. (laughs) You're going to have to pay me. Before you buy the plant, or seeds, if you want to start from seeds, you know, you got to have to pay me and stay in this database and, oh. so that we can know that you are a responsible aloe vera That's grower. Right. That's
3: right. Well, we wouldn't want, you know, we got to keep everybody oh, safe, man.
4: I think it's very bad for our country.
0: And because this is a licensed legal operation here with the, you know, license and, There's these rules in play. It has to be locked so that your guests don't have access to it because they might not be licensed to grow aloe vera
3: or smell aloe vera or smell it (laughs) or look
0: at, you know. Yeah. God forbid you have kids. Uh, I mean, that's that's just just, child endangerment having a plant that they can access. What if they eat the dirt?
3: It's right out. It's right out. (laughs) non-negotiable
0: it's very frustrating anyways then there's gonna be these micro licenses that i've made jokes about already uh and applications for that they anticipate uh
3: micro fee for a micro license oh no <laughs> no no.
0: no they're not established players yeah and no
5: no this is if where- you're
3: a big ass motherfucker who's already been in the game for three five years mm-hmm. then we'll lower your fee but yeah. if you just are a mom and pop who wants a micro-license, well...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I even wonder about the homegirl license fee. Because, you know, like, a license fee, generally, I would say, in the show me state is like 150 bucks. But because this is weed, like, are they going to attack it on and be like, well, you could, you know, you don't have to buy the oh, product, so I, you got to pay more or whatever. I haven't a seen a number question. on that yet. I have
3: no
5: idea.
0: I'll, I'm writing that on my to-be-answered list. Um, I haven't read through all the draft rules yet. It's uh, very dry, as you one might imagine. <laughs> and I'm also trying to poke holes in it so I can leave my public comment, do my civic duty, <laughs> <laughs> try and save some shit. But no, I don't know. You they- make weed look so uncool. So they're going to have 144 micro licenses available. And uh, you can start applying for those. Save up your money for the fee, of course and apply in June of twenty twenty three. Oh, right around but the corner. For some reason they've written it so that they're only gonna grant forty eight within the first two hundred and seventy days. But yes, but but sorry. So it's not it's even a, a week, f- but a full year. And they're not even giving out half those licenses. What why? <laughs> you, I gotta, just
3: you, know, don't you gotta you gotta roll these things out slowly, you know? We're in the middle of an opiate pandemic. You can't just flood the market with weed. And during a crisis, it's too
0: late. <laughs> <laughs> I think the market's always been flooded with weed. There's no, never been a shortage of weed. Definitely true. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. I ah, just fuck you, lobbyists.
3: Yeah, that's how I feel. Ruined everything. Cool.
0: Yeah. I know. And then, you know, we talked about that, like, big legal campaign last week that's going nationwide. Like, stop buying from your neighbor dealer or the farmer who grows a little bit for fun. Like, you can only buy from the stores. How else will you know the exact content of what you're getting? Regulation, regulation. Gross.
3: It's like they get together in these little rooms and they're like, oh, how how are we going to get them to listen? Oh, I know. Propaganda commercials—they always are so effective.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it all ties together, you know. They'll say, "Well, if you buy it from the store, you know it's not laced with something." <laughs> ah, yeah. Well, you know, my good buds wouldn't lace it either. So, God damn it, makes me so mad. And then to make me even more mad, while we're on Missouri legalizing, <laughs> the Kansas City. Missouri City Council has already voted to place a measure on the April ballot to add a 3% local tax on recreational sales on top of the uh, tax that already is going on for the state. Oh, yeah.
3: The KC fucking slaves will probably pass
0: it. I know. That's what kills me. I'm like, well, that's stupid. No one's going to vote to pay more money for stuff. But- you know, who revenue is going to the regulated industries division of the neighborhood services department? You ever heard of them? Because no. I have not. Uh, they Are say, they
3: the assholes that send you a letter when your grass is too tall? That's
0: what I'm wondering. Uh, they say that they currently handle all alcohol sales restrictions, which I'm like, this is weed, not alcohol, but whatever. Uh, then also to the Department of Public Works, which I believe they're the ones that send you a letter when your grass is too tall, or if you have a trash bag of mulch that's visible from the street, because it's a trash bag, <laughs> or the in the Department of Public Health. <laughs> we'll also get a slice, and fuck them. But anyways, um, yeah, it says that this tax money, the 3% tax, would be used to support regulatory administration, they always say that, code enforcement which i'm like don't Boo. go sniffing around you know and <laughs> uh, equitable this uh, this one got me equitable neighborhood quality of life but then they add in next to it abatement of neighborhood dumping and trash removal because when i saw equitable neighborhood quality of life i was like well you know looking outside my window from the hood the only difference <laughs> you know besides uh the types of cars that you see drive around and the types of dogs that are wandering around, whatever, is that there's trash on the corners of my street versus some other neighborhoods in Kansas City. Yeah? And then they're right there, they're like, oh, abatement of neighborhood dumping and trash removal. This money will go towards picking up more trash. Oh, I'm sure it'll
3: just fucking disappear <laughs> and, the next day.
0: Well, I know it's not. They're not going to pick up trash in the hood. They never do. <laughs> no matter how many 311 pictures you send them. It doesn't matter.
3: They'll pick up cash. I know that.
0: Yeah. And I really hope that Kansas Cityans would just be like, no, I don't want to pay more for recreational. I'm already paying more in taxes for recreational than the, those medical database slaves. Uh, and See, you know, they have not a, pass this. They have
3: a distinct advantage on this one in that like everyone who doesn't buy weed will be like, yeah, fuck them. <sighs> And I just that. Yeah, okay. You're right. That's great. That's revenue that I don't have to pay. Fuck them.
0: Yeah. Yep. I think you're right. I think that's the safe prediction. And it's only 3%. Yeah. That's a what? small number. <laughs> Single digits here. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh. So Missouri might roll out recreational sales faster than pretty much all the other states that have gone wreck, but at what expense? I mean, this is terrible. <laughs> it doesn't change anything for me. Uh, and I had said that before. Yeah. yeah.
3: I'm just <laughs> I'm just glad I could walk away from it all though.
0: Oh yeah, that that must be nice. Yeah. You did it. You legalized <laughs> weed in Missouri, babe. <laughs> it's <day, day. laughs> <laughs> <That's> all me. <laughs> Turns out uh no. Fake legalization or not, it's here. Mm-hmm. In writing. Oh, well. Arkansas, North Dakota, and South Dakota did not pass their legalization measures. Um, Arkansas, of course, did not allow home grow at all or provide expungements. Mm. And I was like, not providing expungements is a total loser move. Yes. Also, as I said, that was led by a former politician. So you've got bias in there that isn't the same when you have lobbyists running it because the lobbyists are in the shadows. People might recognize their name, but they don't really know <laughs> who they are. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, like who's this guy who's always quoted? Doesn't even smoke weed. What the fuck is this guy still?
0: Yeah. Last name Spaghetti, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, California voters approved 12 local ballot measures to expand or create retail markets in their areas. Uh, and that translates to 70 additional licenses in California. Bump in the cap. Uh, Los Angeles and San Diego, however, a pre- approved some taxes for weed. Yeah, <laughs> <Gain> more taxes.
3: <laughs> Hooray!
0: I did, I'm doing a whole rundown here for the election results, as as definitive as I could get. Sure. Colorado Springs, I mentioned that they would be voting on allowing recreational sales uh, in a previous poll. And that did not pass. However, the companion question that would have taxed those recreational sales did pass. See? So, yeah, it is that fuck you.
3: Yep. <laughs> yep. No, that doesn't surprise me out of Sea Springs. Yeah. That's where Focus on the Family is out of. Really? That is an evangelical stronghold, even still. Hmm. So, yeah, that doesn't surprise me in the
0: least. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to... Don't want them to sell it, but oh, they can tax it. If it
3: passes, <laughs> they're going to pay taxes to the
0: dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Palmer Lake, Colorado voted to allow pot sales, however. So you go, Glen Coco, Palmer Lake. And <clears throat> one of the closer votes here in this uh, midterm was Colorado legalizing psychedelics yes yes it did pass nice they have done it second state you know behind oregon that had the 2020 passage for uh magic mushrooms
3: passed it by a microgram
0: but yeah i love that that's exactly how it passed just kind of scooted in scooted (sighs) by uh denver of course was the first city to decriminalize mushrooms so i will give them their little win right there i see you denver This is interesting, the way that this works. Uh, It intrigues me. (laughs) It's, of course, adults 21 plus, and there's no possession limit because there's no recreational sales component. Uh, But you can get an expungement if you have psychedelics, the listed psychedelics, on your criminal record. Um, So the Department of Regulatory Agencies has to develop rules now in Colorado for a therapeutic psychedelics program where adults can visit a licensed healing center Ooh. to receive treatment under the guidance of a trained facilitator. So, so you got to
3: go to a cult to get it, I
0: guess. <laughs> yes, but when they say licensed healing center, just that word licensed, immediately I'm seeing like the Department of Health, like DMV. A bitch in a lab coat. yeah. Better health I better
3: be sitting on a cushion with one of them fucking singing bowls or whatever. <laughs> I want the bitch to have no shoes on.
0: Incense lit.
3: Fucking smelling like patchouli.
0: Exactly. I one can hope, but still, what if I? You know, like I am a walk in the woods kind of gal.
3: <laughs> right. What the fuck.
0: And I kind of like leading myself. You know, it's <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a step in the right direction, maybe, because no. they got him, but I don't know. It's a step in the right direction, after all. Now, dig this part. I'm digging. Only psilocybin and psilocin will be permitted for therapeutic use until June 2026. That's a long time. That's four years, motherfucker. But then, after that, what? All, all hell breaks At loose. At that point, regulators can decide. Whether to also permit regulated use of DMT, okay. Ibogaine, yeah. and mescaline that's not from Peyote.
3: Where's it come from then?
0: Right. I don't know. Syn- synthetic? Yeah, I don't know.
3: What a bunch of dishes. <laughs>
0: Synthesized. Dip shits. I have no idea. I know, not derived from peyote. I was like, eh? And I just was what about like, LSD. This is... What about LSA? What about MDMA? Oh no, no, no. About... Oh, not those. <laughs> Schedule one. Hey. LSD. Hey! Let's schedule one on the hey! Controlled Substances Act. Come on. <laughs> right. It, and so it makes it, like, gross. <laughs> what the fuck? What are we doing? Have you really legalized these things? No. No. Clearly not. <laughs> 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 Oops. <laughs> yeah. If it was legalized, I could grow my mushrooms yeah, it, wherever I fucking wanted. Like, if it was
3: legal, it probably wouldn't work.
0: No, oh, it would work too well. <laughs> Things would start changing around here. (laughs) Oh, Christ. Uh, Anyways, that's a Colorado update. Three Connecticut municipalities approved recreational sales. Mm. Yep, you go. Montana counties were super split on allowing sales and taxes. That is a, there were a lot of counties voting, and it was pretty even Stevens, it seemed like. In Michigan, municipalities had split results on allowing or banning pot businesses. There were 32 local ballot proposals. I was like, oh, man, so So close close. to 33. And of those, 17 approved sales. It's weird because there were, it was like 15 approved, two failed. But those two failed ones allowed sales. So I'm like, okay, so you approved sales in 17 of those 32 local ballots. (laughs) Come on. Gotcha. Come on, journalists. Reword your shit Oph. they won't good luck um five Ohio cities decriminalized weed, wow, yeah uh and then I saw that in Oregon they were voting on whether or not to allow uh licensed psilocybin related businesses, and that was on a hundred and nine different ballots, and I only saw two that agreed. To allow licensed psilocybin Damn. healing centers, I think they're going for a similar thing that as uh, Colorado has. Sure. So, yeah, two, two out of more than 100. <laughs> it's a hundred. Oh, it's start. Oh yeah. Start. Now in Rhode Island, thirty-three cities and towns saw measures on their ballots to allow recreational businesses to operate. There you go. Rhode Twenty-five Island. of which approved. Hmm. And in Texas, five cities decriminalized. Cool. However, since then, <laughs> since Uh-oh. the election results came out in a timely manner in Texas, I will say, um, the mayor of one of those cities, Harker Heights, says, eh, I think it's unconstitutional and we probably can't do it. And another well, fuck
3: what the mayor thinks. I How know. about that?
0: Uh, The city manager of another one of those places, Denton, said, oh, we don't have the authority to implement these provisions. (laughs) So, uphill battle still. Will of the voter be damned. Uh,
3: It's so stupid. Yep. Like, no, you don't have the authority to skirt what the fuck we tell you to do. That's what you don't have the authority to do. Yeah. You absolute fucking gutter brains!
0: You work for me, bitch.
3: Yeah, it's not how it works, but that was the that was how it was supposed to work. Mm-hmm. We were all promised this beautiful fucking by the people shit.
0: Yeah. Oh, what happened? What happened? Uh, what I the fuck happened? I'm not gonna point any fingers.
3: They started printing a shitload of money, and they didn't give any to you.
0: Yeah, well. That's why That's I bought happened. a 3D printer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we. <laughs>
3: can print money in an extra dimension. No,
0: <laughs> not money. I've got goods that are more valuable than money coming out of my 3D printer. Like little skulls with brains you can take out of them. <laughs> yeah,
3: a little plastic glow-in-the-dark ghosts.
0: Yeah, it's a start.
3: It beats a dollar bill, I'll tell you
0: that. Yeah, it sure does. So the big news today was that... <laughs> Brittany Griner is being moved to a notoriously brutal penal colony.
3: Oh, these colonies.
0: Yeah, and there's a lot of stories from um, people who have been brought back to the States that were once in that colony of how, you know, oh, it gets to the teens degree-wise, and you got to sleep by the water pipes to be warm, and, and they beat your ass, and they take your clothes. And I'm like, you know what? She's a bigger celebrity Over there than here I think she's gonna be okay uh,
3: If they beat your clothes and take your ass
0: Oh yeah I think you're right (laughs) But (laughs) once this move was made And people started talking about it Corrine Jean-Pierre Released a statement Or had a statement released for her
3: Oh brace for clarity
0: (laughs) She of course um, I didn't hear her Deliver this It just was published on the White House website And I was like oh Neat. Gritney news. um. But it just says, you know, the same stuff as always. Every minute that Bernie Greiner must endure wrongful detention in Russia is a minute too long. That's the intro. I thought, you know what? <clears throat> That's a decent lead. Yeah. I'm hooked. <laughs> but then it goes on to say, yeah, administration's working tirelessly, which I've seen this administration. They look tired. They do look t- tireless. <laughs> they look tired. <laughs> So I don't think she's in good hands. Uh, You know. fuck. Anyway.
3: Did she say front of mind or top of bottom or whatever?
0: No, she did not. Her writers did not put that in here. God damn it. They must hear us laughing. It's a
3: massive mistake. Yep. How am I supposed to know that they're taking this seriously and uh, acting with any sort of urgency at all if it's not top of mind?
0: I know. It's not front of butt or whatever. But they just say they, you know, they put a significant offer on the table. I want to know where it is
3: anatomically right now.
0: Russia is not responding, but, you know, the U.S. is still trying. It's got unwavering commitment to Brittany and other Americans detained in Russia, including fellow wrongful detainee Paul Whelan, but not Mark Fogel. <laughs> Mark Fogel still not mentioned by the White House. Yeah. And that makes me sad because he's been in a penal colony he is a medical patient. He got a 14-year sentence, a longer got sentence his than great. clothes Brittany.
3: taken and his ass kicked.
0: Yeah. And he's not going to probably live to see it out of there. And he's an older man. So what the hell? What the hell? Oh, well. Um. Then, now that the midterms are over, this is a hot take. Uh-oh. We have a hot take coming from the dusty man himself. I got a clip.
3: Uh brace for the take.
2: Uh, Thank you, Mr. President.
1: Uh, WNBA star Brittany Greiner today was moved to a Russian penal colony to serve out her nine-year sentence. Do you have an update right now on her condition? What do you know about that? And does this mark a new phase in negotiations with the Russians to secure her release? Can the U.S. now fully engage in talks on a prisoner
4: swap? Well, we've been been engaging uh, on a regular basis. I've been I've been spending a fair amount of time with with her wife uh, about what's going on with uh, her. And um, my guess is my hope is that now that the election is over, that uh, Mr. Putin will be able to discuss with us and be willing to talk more seriously about prisoner exchange. That is my intention. My intention is to get her home. And uh, we've had a number of discussions so far. And uh, I'm hopeful that now that our election is over, there's a willingness to, uh, to negotiate more specifically with us. Thank you.
1: And if I can, um, your press secretary had said that the U.S. government has continued to follow up on that significant offer, but also had proposed alternative potential ways forward with the Russians. Can you tell us what those alternative ways forward are and how Russia has responded to those?
4: Yes, I can, but I won't. Okay, I can't, I mean, you know, it, it would it would not be a wise thing to do in order to see if they would move forward. But it is my, I, I'm telling you, I am determined to get her home and get her home safely, along with others, I might add.
3: Yeah, along with others. Yeah, he's been working tirefully. <laughs> I see what you're saying now.
0: <laughs> that is the sound of a tireless leader there. Tired. Oh, I tell you. He's
3: full of tires, that guy.
0: Yeah. Full of tired. Jesus. I know. I thought about speeding it up. Doing like a 2x speed on the man. Because it's just so painful to listen to. <laughs> Play the man! <laughs> but yeah, hot Ooh. hot take. Now that midterms are over, Russia will get serious about sending Brittany home.
3: Holy goddamn.
0: Yeah. I liked that. I thought that was a hot take.
3: That is pretty hot of and a take.
0: I have one final Gritney story I want to get out. Which is just that... uh Big deal from ABC News, Victor Boot's art is on display at the Russian Parliament. Ooh. Victor Boot, of course, being the central uh swap-y that's been talked about. Yeah. The arms dealer. Give him up for- Foss uh, Boot. Grittany and Waylon. Not. And yeah, he's an artist. And now his art is on display. Wow. Art of Stalin and kittens. Not <laughs> together. Separate, separate things. Oh, separate okay. works. <clears throat> but that's all I remember from reading about his art
3: <laughs> Sounds lame
0: well, Most art is
3: <laughs> Two things I don't want to look at Particularly Stalin and kittens
0: Yep, well, you know, the man's in prison
3: I think I'll save my money
0: I guess that's where his brain goes in prison <laughs> <laughs> Weird I heard a boost come through though We got a slap with 42,000 sats Woo!
3: From Fletcher
0: Hey Fletcher. Spark one up he said, "Boostable." Oh, nice, or
3: something like that. I hope I pronounced that right.
0: I think you did. Yeah. I, I, uh, I think he sent a thing with his boost. A thing? Yeah. I don't think so. Okay.
3: Unless you know something I don't know.
0: I do. <laughs> I have a file, but oh, okay. You may also.
3: I don't know. Oh. I never look at the back channel. <laughs> I knew. Uh, yeah.
0: I know okay. you don't know. I
3: don't know cuz I'm an idiot.
0: <laughs> I have it uh pulled up if he just said mind the volume. Okay, I'm minding so. it. Let's see. Let's see what this treasure is.
5: Oh,
3: This is funky, dude. I love it.
0: It's entitled Bowl After Beats.
3: Bowl After Beats. Oh, <laughs> I think they got the sticks in there and everything. Beautiful. Yeah,
0: that's awesome.
3: Fantastic. Uh, maybe we roll out with that. Yes. Thank you, Fletch.
0: Yeah, thanks, Fletcher. <laughs>
3: <laughs> length violation. We got the unappointed referee in the chat freaking out.
0: Uh proof of chat.
3: Yeah. Proof of <laughs> proof <laughs> of time it. of taken.
0: <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> and then another boost rolled in. Yes. I don't know
3: if your helipad caught it. Uh that's a good thing to check because I want to try to keep tabs on like if we notice a pattern. Yeah, helipad sees it. Woo! And Helipad says that Booberry sent us seventy seven seventy seven.
0: Yeah. Uh,
3: boost C L I and said what the five fingers say to the face? Boost. Damn. There you go. Too long for what though?
0: Thanks, Booberry.
3: Yeah, yeah we're behind
0: a... the curtain, man. Yeah, <laughs> what is time? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just listened to the dusty man barely get through <laughs> saying yeah, that he uh, couldn't he say anything about plans to move forward with Britney. But now they have a better chance since the midterm is over.
3: Oh, hey, uh, judging by the current voicemail log, I think that we can afford it, let's just say. Ah, very nice. That's all I'll say about that.
0: Yeah. So there was a House committee meeting today. On uh, It was the Committee on Oversight and Reform. The topic was developments in state cannabis laws and bipartisan cannabis reforms at the federal level. Ooh. Yep. Uh, Did they accomplish anything? Probably not. Yeah. One well, of the same old same old. Decram, reschedule, possibly one of those. Uh, Missouri and Maryland now legal. Blah blah blah. Eh, mm. you know how it goes. I do. So unclippable. <laughs> <laughs> but it happened. You know, it's on the radar at the federal level. Of course, they. Uh, uh, yeah, everyone wants to make a buck. <laughs> so we'll see. Let's see where it goes. The FDA, this was interesting, sent out an alert this week to healthcare professionals about the risk to patients of xylazine or xylazine. It's X Y L A Z I N E. Mm, I hate it when that happens. Yeah, and it's being found in illicit drugs like fentanyl and heroin. And I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Hold on here. You're telling your doctors not to worry about people coming in dead from fentanyl because you can't be in the same room as fentanyl without ODing, according to the propaganda I've seen. Mm. You know, sheriffs passing out and stuff in the same room and having heart attacks and whatever. No, stuff that's cut into it. That's the danger. Will we have an updated... Weapon of mass destruction. I heard they're starting Zylozine. to put they're
3: starting to put fentanyl in the fentanyl. <laughs> which is fucking dangerous if you think about it.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing here is xylazine is an FDA approved drug. Uh uh-huh. ha, Uh they use it in animals as a sedative and a pain reliever. Frequently horses. Yeah. Like a horse uh tranquilizer, tranquilizer. in a way, yeah. Mm-hmm. Often used when the horse uh, gets tetanus. Ah. So the side effects are similar to opioids, which makes it hard to distinguish. uh, But naloxone cannot reverse the effects. Oh, no. So. What would we do? If you have someone come in that's clearly OD'd on an injectable and the naloxone doesn't work, don't blame it on the fentanyl. Blame it on the xylazine. Interesting. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, so I saw that it was synthesized by Bayer in 1962, and they started clinical trials on humans, but terminated them due to severe hypotension and central nervous system depressant effects. Yeah, basically it was, uh, it was too much, too much. And routine toxicology screens currently don't detect this drug. So good luck if you are... You know, you don't have to reverse a death, but someone comes in sick, then you probably won't even know. But think about it. Analyze it. I guess it's being allegedly, you know, like according to some news articles I saw from 2020, there was a big uptick in uh, recreational use of this in Puerto Rico where they're diverting it from stocks hmm. used by horse doctors and cutting it into the heroin. So, down there. Good times, good times.
3: The best. Only the best times.
0: I just liked that fentanyl wasn't in the headline. <laughs> That's why I put this in my notes. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, FDA approved goodness. Tell me about it. Um. Then the FDA denied a petition to exempt bulk pot and tinctures from regulated control under the Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act. Ooh. This is noteworthy because the request was filed in september of 2011 wow so it took them damn near 12 years just to get back to these folks and say nah, we're not gonna fuck with this petition
3: well thanks for letting us know chaps
0: yeah uh what this would have done if they had approved it or even looked at it um it would have allowed weed to be marketed without an approved new drug application. And the petitioners argued that it should be asserted under a grandfather clause, um, because, you know, it was produced before 1938 and actively marketed and sold in the United States in the early 20th century. Um, but how the
3: fuck is this even happening? Is this like some law clerk like decides to paint their office and, they move a big chest of drawers and this thing fucking falls out like, oh, maybe we should write these guys back.
0: You have to wonder. You know, they uh all the spokespeople for the FDA said like, we try to move things in a timely manner. Oh, we have yeah. a lot to get through. I can tell. Yeah. I they can did. Tell. They wrote a <laughs> we nine-page response. We were response. right about to
3: get to it, the, the whole COVID thing, you know. We don't really want to talk about it, but like that was a whole thing. Well, pushed t- us back a couple more years.
0: Yeah. 2011, I mean, you know, Obama was running. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> fucking they silly, dude. They don't even try with their excuses. They're just like, we try to get to things in a timely manner. And no, you don't.
3: Why didn't they just fucking leave it be? Without I know. Fr- after that long, like, why? Yeah. Why now? Why, like, even bother?
0: The petitioners were like, oh, we just thought they forgot about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're like, uh, we sent a what? When? When? To who? Yeah, seriously. I don't know that. So there are uh, nine pages of re- of response that I have linked in the show notes. <laughs> just says that uh, they feel the petitioner didn't demonstrate that they have a right to an opportunity for hearing, or that a formal evidential hearing is in the public's interest. Oh no, plant medicine certainly not in the public interest. Nah, no. not to the FDA.
3: No, we got and pills, man.
0: They also said that just take um, pills. Because they were asking for bulk flour in tinctures that doesn't fit the specific finished drug product criteria, and I'm like, well, what does? Like an edible? I mean, a tincture to me is a finished product.
3: No, no, Even man, it's got to be fla- a fucking. Nug,
0: it's been trimmed off. It's
3: got to be synthesized and isolized and fucking fagified and all that shit.
0: <laughs> it's got to be cut with xylazine. <laughs> yes.
3: Now you're getting it.
0: Uh, Uh, Illinois awarded the first two recreational licenses to social equity applicants this week.
5: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, there's like 140-something more coming, but they got two out. God damn it. Those licenses are coming. Uh, Then I don't know if you saw this, but a federal court tossed the Delta-8 THC lawsuit uh, that was filed against the Kansas governor and attorney general. This lawsuit was filed in June which alleged that $120,000 worth of Delta-8 products that were destroyed by cops uh, was done so illegally, to which I agreed because uh, of the Farm Bill 2018, which legalized everything that's less than 0.3% Delta-9 THC, of which, of course, Delta-8 THC is. Now, Kansas Attorney General Derek Schmidt had written an opinion in December 2021 saying that hemp products that can impair folks are illegal, which would mean Delta-8 THC products are illegal in the state of Kansas. And so these stores were raided in April of 2021, and the lawsuit was filed in July. And the ruling here from this U.S. district judge is that The 2018 Farm Act, which legalized hemp, and she does call it the Farm Act. I've always called it the Farm Bill. Uh, Although it legalized hemp, it doesn't make selling hemp-derived products like Delta 8 legal. I thought this is a very bad precedent. Yeah. This is bad news bears, man. (laughs) I mean, yes, I get it. Recreational sales now in Missouri, so we can have the Delta Nine over that 0.3 percent THC nonsense. But still, like, oh man, people's livelihoods and shit. Like Delta Eight's a a thing. It's an established thing now. More than that, Delta Ten, all this crap. Oh, what about CBD? Are they gonna call that intoxicating? I don't know. But in better news, Boston is refunding almost $3 million in impact fees to weed businesses. So they're joining Northampton and Cambridge who have decided also not to collect impact fees anymore, but took it a step further by refunding them. I couldn't believe that. Good for them. That's a good, that's a good step because the impact fees are bullshit and should have never happened. Then there is a federal judge who blocked weed licenses for several New York regions this week. Uh, This is due to an ongoing lawsuit from a company that, of course, was denied a license. So what did they do? They challenged the social equity provision in the law, saying that, you know, it's not fair that the licenses are only being given to people affected by drug laws in New York when the owner of said company was a convicted Criminal in Michigan, uh. so they've also been affected by the war on drugs and <clears throat> charged for weed, but not in New York, so they couldn't get the social equity license, which is the only thing being given out right now in New York um so that's put a, a standstill <laughs> on license licenses being given out in the Finger Lakes region, central New York, western New York, the mid Hudson, and Brooklyn. They expected the initial round of licenses to be handed out by the end of the year, but who knows now? It's like Illinois 2.0. <laughs> um, I also noticed that New York City now has a portal on their 311 website just for people to file complaints about against illegal weed sales, like all those weed trucks and stuff that are popping up. I don't know how long that's been there, because... You know, I don't live in New York City, and I don't narc on people. Yeah, but I was like, wow, they have a whole fucking page dedicated to complaining about people selling weed on the New York City three one one website.
3: Just mean. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Seriously, (laughs) I know they've already pulled in like fifty of those trucks. Come on, (laughs) dude's already fighting his parking violations. Yeah. Well, and my final story for the. Behind the Curtain segment tonight Comes from Pennsylvania Where the Department of Health Is investigating a patient complaint About a doctor not following Proper procedures And evaluating her for a medical recommendation When I saw this headline I thought For sure she had been denied Getting a medical weed card But no The opposite She felt that She got the card too easily And decided to complain about it, (laughs) which made me and every other bowler out there, laugh. Yes. Uh, So how she went about this. This is a 62-year-old woman who is a licensed respiratory therapist. She is the founder of a free medical clinic, and she's a member of the State Board of Osteopathic Medicine. So she got in touch with this nationwide card company that I hadn't heard of because fuck medical cards. Uh they're called Very Heal. And they put her in touch with a local doctor who she met with on a virtual appointment because everything's virtual now to streamline it. And you know, COVID emergency regulations still in place. <clears throat> so she felt that the conversation was way too short and she barely got to talk to him and she noticed that she didn't even know where to upload her medical records into this very heal system so there's no way he had seen her medical records and uh, she didn't think it was legit filed the complaint so the department of health did accuse this doctor of violating state regulations by approving her without reviewing her medical records first but the disciplinary case is still not finalized and this was i think at least two years ago now it's just kind of sitting in limbo He is the only doctor (laughs) that has had any disciplinary action kind of uh, threatened against him since it hasn't been followed up with. And his attorney is complaining that, no, he complied with all of the medical laws in the state. And the complaint was motivated by a misguided sense of public duty, which I just thought was hilarious. I think that's a great line from an attorney oh, this complaint is motivated by a misguided sense of public duty. (laughs) I
3: got a misguided sense of public duty. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, uh, but, you know, it kind of looks into this, the company that's setting doctors up with people who want a card. Because... They say, hey, if you don't get your card, you get your money back, which insinuates that patients pay this company just to put them in touch with a doctor to then pay, you know, they get approved for a script and then they have to pay for their license. And so this company pays a fee to doctors who approve patients and somehow they make profit, too, based on approvals. It's gross. It's definitely gross. I agree with that. But it's also hilarious to me that this lady's like, this works too well. This system works too. I got my medical card in 10 minutes. That it, that's just wrong. <laughs> it's like, "Uh, lady, there's 417,000 other medical patients in Pennsylvania. Shut up." <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> know? Right. Yeah. No small aircrafts or hot tubs for you, woman. If
3: you didn't want it so fast, you shouldn't have gone and signed up for it so fast.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's all I got. Oh, man. Yes. That
3: was a hell of a week. It sure was. Big week. Big week for weed, man. Big week for weed. Big week for <laughs> cocaine shit stains. <laughs> uh, Big week for metal, too, from what I heard. Oh, yeah? I think so. I think so. I think it's a, a week for metal like you're not going to believe. But uh, there's only one way to truly find out, and that's to listen to what the Rev Cyber Trucker has in store for us this week. Woohoo! Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. You want to figure it out? You want to hear it?
0: Let's hear it. Okay.
1: In the bowl
2: in the morning, this here is Sir Reverend Cybertrucker, and Kenny, and Rogu, with this week's Metal Moment. Last week, while speaking to my very favorite pedal head, Phoenix of the Lotus Effect podcast, she started telling me about one of her fares that she picked up while driving for Lyft. Ooh. She told me that she had picked up somebody from the band Whitechapel, and I instantly recognized the name and realized... I haven't played any Whitechapel on Metal Moment. This deathcore band from Knoxville, Tennessee takes its name after the Whitechapel district in East London, England, where Jack the Ripper became rather famous for chopping up hookers. From their 2014 album Our Endless War, this is my favorite track Whitechapel. The Saw
4: is the Law. This is- our misery, our blood so shame We've left our homes to infect the world and you all to this king's out
5: a with the family. Once is and we will swallow this No,
0: Damn. Yeah, the saw is the law. Bringing the saw. A gentle reminder to politicians. He came, he saw, he meddled. (laughs) Hell yeah.
3: Yeah. Fantastic. Well, there's a system check for all you bowlers out there. Yeah. You may have learned something. may have learned something. Uh, I want the music video to just be Phoenix driving those dudes around and just running shit over and, like, (laughs) having chainsaws out the window. (laughs) I could see it. That's what I was playing in my mind as I heard the song.
0: I love that. That needs to happen.
3: Yeah. I think it did just now in my imagination.
0: Oh, definitely
3: there. Uh, you can follow along with all of uh, the Rev's antics by going over to No Agenda Social and looking up Rev Cyber Trucker. That's where you find him and Kenny and Grogu uh, trucking around America, getting shit done and uh, taking a pause every week for a metal moment here and there. So we thank you so yeah. much. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you, Sir Reverend Cybertrucker. Keeping it metal. So now it's the time where we reach into our voicemail pile. Uh, And pile really is a bad word for this week. There is one in there right now. But uh, other bowlers could still, (coughs) before the time expires, uh, call 816-607-3663 or text. This might be the perfect F-tie for a text because we're Talking about the first time you ever became Eskimo brothers, or I guess Pogo sisters is the term for the fair sex. Yes. Uh, when that happened, And for those of you still in the dark, that's uh, whenever you have a mutual sex partner in common with someone, you are their Eskimo bro, or Pogo sis, I guess, uh, if you're not a bro. Because you guys have to have different words for all the stuff, I guess. Is that right?
0: I was fine being an Eskimo bro. I but. see the I see the pogo term,
3: you know, you <laughs> yeah.
0: But just one pogo stick. Yep, pogo, pogo, pogo. <laughs> mm. But.
3: Yeah, what? But you 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 want to go? You want to go tell yeah, your story? Sure. When did you first become pogo sisters?
0: <laughs>
3: Through a mutual Mister.
0: That'd be a threesome with you?
3: Yeah, because there's no
0: other ones. <laughs> like I've had um. Situations where I've been intimate with people, with friends, you know, like we had shared intimacy, but one of us didn't have sex. The first time that happened, this is fucking hilarious. It was like uh high school mm-hmm. sometime and I had this on, on and off again, long distance boyfriend and a oh, shit stain for real. And, <laughs> um, I had a good friend since middle school. But we had a falling out, and she decided that the best revenge would be to fuck my boyfriend. And she did. What she didn't realize is that I never had sex with him.
3: Whoops.
0: (laughs) So when we came back to, when we finally reconciled our differences, and she told me, and she was, like, apologizing. I wanted so badly to be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. We shared this thing. But we didn't. I was like, oh, that's hilarious, because I've never fucked him. Wow. But with you, we had a, and we've talked about this on the first time ever before. What? Yeah. Go with the flow threesome. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's it. Pretty lame. There you have it.
3: Pogo sisters don't exist. That's, I think, what you're
0: uh, driving at. Maybe. I, I'm sure it's, uh, I'm sure there's a lady out there that's got cooler friends than me. <laughs> let's just put it that way. Uh,
3: let's see if our voicemail is from a lady. Itty guesses, itty guesses? I'm gonna guess no.
2: Yeah, yeah. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Hey! You know, I've never been to the Great White North. Uh so you know, I've never experienced an Eskimo. I've only <laughs> seen stuff on T V. Oh, but, that uh, counts. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Oh the answer to the uh question, no, be never, 'cause uh the wife and I were each other's first and on the way tonight, and so, yeah, yeah, there was no, uh, there was no Pogo, Eskimo, whatever it be. No Pogo, bro. I that verbiage, uh, since, uh, No Agenda Social thing be down right now, but, uh, yeah, there's just that elephant sitting at that error page. Aww. Speaking of No Agenda Social, like, I don't mind everybody complaining about it, whatever. I'm, I usually just use it, the mobile thing, so... Well different, but I know if there's no search feature, at least that I that I, that I noticed. No. Nope. Anywho, uh yeah, so answer be never and uh, you know, seems like it's just that running thing for the last couple last couple few weeks uh for my answers. But that'd be that. So, you know, this is uh this is uh Christian Battles and, and we're gonna sign out here now. Um we're gonna go hang out with uh, the nieces and nephew and whatnot, so should be fun. There you go. All right, I love you guys. Love you, guys And uh, you know, you gotta you gotta stay dangerous. And uh, you know, especially if you're uh, pogoing around and whatnot. You, you got know, to because you you jump on those things and you know you're liable to hurt yourself.
3: Boing boing, the, that's true. Uh, boing boing, yeah.
2: Game. Anyway, all right. And uh, whether you're not on a pogo stick or you're out in uh, Alaska or other. Uh, uh, or, uh, you know, North Pole or whatever, you know, just remember that you can always say, C-caw!
0: C-caw. C-caw. But you have to stay dangerous. Yeah.
3: Because why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? I think this week that people just didn't know what the fucking Eskimo bro was. I think that's a big driver. <laughs> huh. A big driver.
0: You had sex with the same person with someone else that you know. Yeah. At different times. We've heard tail. It's actually. Like, On our voicemails before about, let's say, a roommate who also had sex with a teacher that you also had sex with, like, the next day or something. You know, a little one-night stand. I remember that tale from separate voicemails past.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, they're out there.
3: Sometimes you just figure it out, you know? Sometimes you're like, oh, dang. You with that chick, okay. bang that chick. And then you realize that's your Eskimo bro right there, man, right there. Yeah. Sometimes that, uh... Sometimes that's what happens. Sometimes it's like, uh, oh, shit, this is the check that my roommate was paying two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, sometimes you're on like a heavy rebound action. She's like hanging out, brisking around. I don't know. Maybe she's bored. She sees that you're a fucking easy target. So she comes over, and you're thinking, oh, she's just going to walk over there to my roommate's room where she always goes. No, she goes to your room, and you're like, uh-oh, uh-oh. You know, make the bed real quick. Just to mess it all up. I dunno, there's not much more to it than that. Oh yeah. It's pretty simple. (laughs) It's pretty
0: simple, man. Is that your tale?
3: Yeah, sometimes uh the cure for a broken heart is a sucked dick. And then this and that.
0: But the same person that's stuck in your roommate's dick. Hey, come on over here, lady. (laughs) Was yeah, was now it Oh it it, oh it ended. Yeah.
3: Oh. Yeah. And they were never like a thing, you know.
0: No. They just like Sucking dick in the same apartment. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> maybe your dick. Okay, maybe his dick.
0: A dick's a dick.
3: You know, over in March, you know, you're the dick. Then uh, by May, June, July, you know, it's uh, under the next dick. Oof. Yeah.
0: I feel like you have a lot of Eskimo bros you're <laughs> from that a- one apartment that you stayed
3: in. <laughs> you're only fucking 19 for a little while, you know. Gotta do your ignorant shit early. Get no, it out of the way, sure. you know. Yeah. At least that's how I saw it. That's how I saw it. I don't know. Maybe this other caller can uh, see it another way. How do I know? You never know till you hear it.
1: Bowlers, Oh, fuck! Oh, it's it so long. It's a I have ball. missed quite a few voicemails.
5: Oh I
3: don't yeah.
1: Know if I ever get to go back and catch up,
3: mm-hmm. we shall
1: see. Okay. Catch up. Never rule anything out completely.
3: Of course. Everything's always on the table. I was thinking about it.
1: I feel like I've already talked about the first time I ever had an Eskimo brother. Eskimo brother? I actually started a podcast with him. (laughs) Uh, Monty is my Eskimo bro.
3: Nice. nice,
1: Monty the Mountie. Uh, uh, There was a time in Jacksonville, Florida. No, sorry, Tampa, Florida. And I was at a bar, super divey little Smoky bar And um, Someone had noticed that I was wearing all black and had my wrench At the bar because I walked straight Over from the theater after the show We got Chatting and uh, It turns out that she She had told me that she was part of the Crew for a tour That was in town But came to find out that she was part of The merch crew for film entertainment who produces Disney on Ice. And I was like, yo, Schwing. shit, I used to work for Disney on Ice. That, this is crazy. And uh, small world. she goes and like gets a friend that she's at the bar with uh, and tells him he, he comes over to introduce himself and he tells me his name and I'm like, holy shit, I've never met you before, but you're friends with all of the people that I was on tour with back in well, 2013. And uh, it was interesting because with the Feld Entertainment, they make all of their money off the merch, 100%. I mean, it's like classic. You, you make it for 10 cents and you sell it for $20 equals profit. But with the merch crews, there would get, you know, there'd be like one person, two people that would get in and then they would hire all their friends. So then there'd be like these, yeah, the Oregon camp, uh, Portland, Oregon, uh, was, or I, I shouldn't say was, but one half came from Portland, Oregon. There was, uh, a good chunk of California, but the other half was from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And Laquan ran with these guys. He was on tour with them. He was friends with all these people beforehand. And, like, we had a moment because, you know, you finally meet this mythological dude that you've heard so much about for years, and it's really cool. Well, we get to chat, and, and uh, that somehow it like, gets brought up. We were talking about the other crew on the show and uh, the shows that I was working with, and he brings up.
3: <gasps> what did he bring up? Oh, I love a good cliffhanger. Thank you, Collar. You really made my night. You turned this whole thing around. Oh, what did he bring up? Tell me, please. I have to know.
1: So then he asked me if I know this, uh, you know, which crew. he, He always do this list, like, yeah, you know this person, this person. They did this show this year whatever. Yeah. So we're going through the crew, and he names one of the people that I recognize. I'm like... Bro, not only do I know her, I lost my virginity to her. Uh-huh. And he does, like, this amazing double-take. thing. He's like, bro, I had sex with her, too. And we're just hanging out in this bar in Tampa, just being, like, you know, two twin flames have intertwined for tonight. Uh, get your tickets now. In the bowl. In the
3: bowl. In the bowl. See, now that's what I'm talking about. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, did you ever share your tale with your Eskimo, bro? Or did you just silently know? Uh, that is a great
3: question. God, I can't fucking remember hardly anything that happened when I was 19. Because like I said. But I think that we talked about it briefly. I don't think we like hugged over it or anything, but it wasn't like contentious either, you know? Yeah, it was just sort of like something that happened. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, neat. Cool. Yeah,
0: neat preferred nomenclature.
3: <laughs> neat nut.
0: <clears throat> yes, yeah. Yes.
3: Uh, C. Deps points out, thanks to Urban Dictionary, sharing the same igloo, Eskimo brother. The the igloo is a oh. metaphor for for a vagina. Oh, in this case.
0: Vagina. That's,
3: that's some cold pussy.
0: That's what I was gonna say. That's cold.
3: <laughs> some frigid. Frigid pussy. Uh Dr. Sir Mike Roch, he says, uh put several pigs on the rotisserie between my bros. Never shared swap the sticky stuff, though. <laughs> Get you some, sir. Yeah. Get you some, sir.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh. Yeah. Hey, wait. If it, if it was just a dick sucking that you got, it was mo- that- a little more
3: than just a dick
0: oh, sucking. Oh, oh, yeah. The story, but unraveled. that was the best
3: part. It was like the peak of it. <laughs> Damn. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> I mean,
3: I love I love when Doctor Sir texts me because then I'm reminded of the pictures he sent. Uh, cheers. Cheers, Doctor Sir, Sir. My crotch. Keep texting that bull, baby. We love you. Uh yeah, Eskimo Bros. that's a thing. I don't know. I just am glad it's off the list. Honestly, I was just looking I, at it for. It's been. I'm also so glad
0: long. that we had a caller where it's like it was a fun pride point. You know, like a bonding. Thing. That's the That's whole, what I was hoping. That's for. that's the
3: central Eskimo bro thing, man. That's why it's Eskimo bros. You know, like you're bonding over this shared experience that you guys like kind of separately had, and you're like, oh yeah,
0: shit. Yeah. See. But it's not was... like
3: contention. It's not like a pissing contest. It's like,
0: oh, yeah, you too?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it great? Yeah, it was great. Boom, 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 boom. Whatever happened, you know? Oh, you know,
0: we just... Uh... She was crazy.
3: Yeah, she's was pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, it's a little
0: different with the ladies.
3: I can imagine. Well, like
0: a point oh. of... Uh, only. <laughs> sorry, imagine. I fucked your man. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> or like... <laughs> Thanks for letting me fuck your man. <laughs> and then it's like, oh yeah, all right.
3: <laughs> BJ the Peak, I don't believe it.
0: Chat is pushing back.
3: <laughs> uh trust me, man. It was the best part. Oh, I went downhill from there. Uh let's see. F Ties. What was
0: the best part? It all went downhill from there.
3: Does the sucky sucky?
0: Oh. Well, yeah, you're not supposed to put your dick oh, in God, the crazy.
3: No. <laughs> now he links to uh Eskimo brother in law.
0: Oh, this is a new one.
3: This is when you think about your friend's girlfriend while masturbating.
0: Ah! Uh, <laughs> hey,
3: dude, I was thinking about your girl while I was jerking it. Dude, I was thinking about your girl while I was jerking it, too. We are so Eskimo brother-in-laws.
0: Especially if it's your uh, friend's wife.
3: Uh, further uh, <laughs> down, though, you can find a different entry called When Two Guys Have, Each Have Sex with a Different Full-Blooded Sister. Oh,
0: <laughs> that's cool.
3: Oh, yeah, that's, yes, that's a know, stretch. That seems like a stretch
0: You me. know those Smith girls? Well, I took the middle one. Oh, I took the youngest. It was a grand old time. <laughs> we are Eskimo brother-in-laws.
3: <laughs> the chat uh, insists that Eskimo brother-in-law would have brought him more <laughs> colors. Uh, uh, well, I have beaten it uh, more times than I had uh, had somebody yeah. be eaten it. I don't know. I was trying to make it rhyme, but it uh, was kind of forced there.
0: I don't think that's true with our relationship, but with it, when it comes to like multiple uh, sexual partners, maybe.
3: Do you know how many times I've cranked it over the years? Uh, fucking lot. And you, yeah. Probably started in like middle school. Like a fucking lot. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way you're catching up to that number. Fair enough. It's a lot. It's not like you stopped one day. It's not like you stopped no. cranking it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Guys, right? You don't, you didn't just <laughs> stop cranking it. You have a steady sexual partner. That's really great. You don't just stop cranking it.
0: Yeah. Hey, ladies, keep rubbing it too. It's
3: not it's how. Right. It's not how cranking it works.
0: <laughs> cranking it.
3: Cranking it works like this.
0: This is gonna keep going. <laughs> Somebody's just gonna rub one out.
3: Yeah. Exactly. Oh fuck. Like, Let's see. We, <laughs> I feel like we got off of the. You uh, know what's uh,
0: weird? I, I was just thinking about this. I'm like, what if? I've slept with a girl, though, that one of my guy friends has slept with. Because I feel like that. I probably have. Is that an Eskimo bro? Can I be a bro?
3: Uh, I don't do, think you can do. Be I have a to bro, stick to gender. It's Eskimo like, because the whole because uh, of the igloo penetration.
0: Thing. I don't know. Damn. Uh, I just you know I don't have the same <laughs> parts.
3: Yeah. It's less invasive, I suppose. But
0: I just thought of stories there. I'm like, hey.
3: But you still I got in a there.
0: Yeah, lady that I've been with that.
3: You still got in there.
0: No dudes. Yeah. 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 I can be an Eskimo bro too. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, there you go. I
0: just want to be a bro.
5: Just bro. declare
3: it, bro. You, <laughs> you, I think you're there. <laughs> I think you're there, man. Oh, shit. Let's see. We got a first time you farted in front of a significant other. <laughs> First time he called in and left to FTI. Uh, FTI went to the DMV. FTI changed jobs. Uh, played Magic to Gatta Wing slash Pokemon slash Yu Gi Oh! Uh.
0: Uh,
3: peed during a live podcast. Got drunk. Saw a drag show. Got fired. Made art for a podcast. Got your blood drawn.
0: Eek.
3: Oh, any of these uh, jumping out at you? Pulled a prank? Fought somebody? I think that was C Dubs last week. Wasn't he? uh? Wasn't he pushing on uh, first time you ever fought somebody?
0: We did that one last week. You stony baloney. Oh, that's
3: right. That's that why was it's last uh, week. That's why it's crossed off. That makes
0: sense. I know. C has uh insisted in the chat that because we didn't go with his suggestion, <laughs> that's why the uh, we got calls wonderful are... calls. I know they were beautiful. Three what calls
3: it, from two callers. I mean, you
0: made a suggestion last week. First, Ooh, first time, time I, I ever went
3: want to a conference went. Oh, there's a quick. There's a quick. Uh, Quick,
0: I know he had one last week though, Quick that I told you to write down.
3: Uh, for shame if you didn't. Of course I did wrote it down because it was ran over the voicemail limit. Remember? And yes. Were, like write it down, and I was like, I fucking did. There it is. Yeah. F tie went over the limit, which is a good one. You can think of, I can think of several repeat offenders, which uh, always set you up for a really solid cliffhanger, like we saw tonight. Um, yeah. If it's just like right before like the big payoff and like. Doesn't even chop a word in half, just just cuts it. Everybody's like,
0: (gasps) what is it? What did he bring up? What is it?
3: Went to a conference, I'm adding that. Cool. Uh, The next
0: one in line was farted in front of a significant other. Yeah, I like it. I think we should just go, I like going down the line. Yeah. All right. Kind of. Okay. Yeah. I'm into it.
3: First time you ever farted in front of a significant other. Uh, you can call in, starting right meow, actually. There's no rule about you can't just call in on a Wednesday or a Friday or a, a sunny Sunday afternoon and tell us about the first time you ever farted in front of your significant other. And uh, there you have it. it. means there's only one thing left to do.
5: Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go
0: bowling. Yeah, let's go bowling. I'll start you off with a clip. Okay. I like clips. This was a familiar story. It's profoundly annoying.
6: As you hear the noise, it's hard to make out what it is. It a sounds singing like bowl. somebody
0: putting their
3: finger on a glass cup and running it around yeah. the top of the cup. Miniature sing- singing. Bowl. What does it sound?
6: Mo Hussein, he took video walking home one night. He's noticed the sound for over a year. It's a it to like some sort of alien invasion. as, as you're walking around, uh, even mm. in the middle of the night, you hear this hum off in the background and you wonder, what, what could that be? You know, I thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> and they're only landing in the middle of the night. For Adrena Banks her theory, it's construction related, but admits it could be anything. Neighbors called 311, but when the city's Department of Environmental Protection showed up, the sound had stopped. We reached out to the DEP several times on Thursday and they now say they plan to return to try and find the source of the nuisance. They said stop calling us. The timing of it makes me sort of believe that, at times anyway, makes me sort of believe that there's some sort of equipment being run and they sort of try to turn it off and on in ways that don't disrupt people. Some residents, they've turned to online forums to mark when the noise starts and stops, but tracking it isn't easy.
3: Like a bass notes are, they disperse easily, but they're hard to pinpoint. And this sound has that quality of like, that's really hard to locate.
6: It's not just loss <laughs> of sleep or an inconvenience. There are plenty of people here concerned that this could have larger psychological impacts, which is why they're hoping speaking out could help bring them some peace and quiet. Okay, okay. uh, I'll roll.
0: This is in Brooklyn. Okay. And they've mentioned that it's been going on for a year. And I was like, This was one of the first lane stories, I think. There were weird bridge sounds going on, but this was a railing on an apartment complex that had been replaced, and the wind would blow through it, and it made that stupid noise. You remember that story? I kind
3: of do remember that actually.
0: Yeah, I'm
3: telling you. Did you find it, or did you like research it?
0: No, because uh, eh, it was too long ago. I couldn't find um, how to search the show notes like an idiot. So Uh, I said something to you, and and that was that. (laughs) No tech support.
3: (laughs) No, you just uh, complained about not having
5: a
0: search feature on the website anymore. There's no uh, search bar on the website. Yeah. And then I I moved on. "Mm." Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I tried a few different things. I couldn't remember the location. Like, maybe it was West Coast, you know, a West Coast city instead. But definitely the same noise. And when they said it's been going on for a year, I was like, man, I was looking through November uh, and October of last year, like, come on, where is it? I usually I just know, use a
3: search life. engine and plug our
0: site in. I did that too. Yeah. Bowl after bowl plus sound, bowl after bowl plus mysterious humming sound. I can't believe <laughs> nothing bowl. came up. Yeah, no. Bowl yeah. after bowl plus sound. You know, it's uh my uh, shitty SEO. <laughs>
5: I feel like we have a sound Notes. show
3: and, uh, you know.
5: <laughs> Uh, sound
3: format. Oh, I mean, the whole thing is just sound. It is
0: just sound. That's all we do here right now. It's
3: just sounds, just fucking noises.
0: Yep. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, when that lady was like, ooh, <laughs> it's a sound like, ooh. ooh. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, baby, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. No, it's more like. I know. I was like, the, ooh, it was like. A police siren. Yeah. Oh, well, here's another one for you. (laughs) A former Royal Navy engineer uh, discovered that his deafness was due to an earbud stuck in his ear for five years. Oh, Jesus. Yep. Five years? Yeah. 66 years old. Thought he was going partially deaf after working with helicopter engines for a long time. I'm deaf. Uh, Suffered a loss of balance, which, of course, negatively affected his golf game.
3: Oh, I hate it when the golf game gets negatively affected.
0: Yeah. And he ended up at the doctor's because his ear got infected. He was given antibiotics. Mm Mm-hmm. Didn't get any relief. So he started putting in eardrops and trying warm water.
3: I don't think any of those help get your earbud out.
0: No. So he ended up buying his own uh, mobile little ear camera to put in there. And he saw something in his ear. And so then he went to the hospital and was like, "Uh, I can see something in my ear tube (laughs) or whatever. And they were able to pull this one centimeter plastic insert out of his ear using tweezers and it was some piece of the earbud and it had been there since he took a flight to australia in 2017 it's like he knew exactly when maybe he doesn't use earbuds much except for on flights and that was the last flight but the goods uh the good news is that his hearing and balance have been fully restored hallelujah it's a miracle yep I got another miracle for you on the lanes. Ooh, I love miracles. Yeah. A Little di- miracles. A dad awoke from a coma with new artistic abilities.
3: Ooh. His uh, artism was activated, huh?
0: Yes, artism activated. He had a rare form of bacterial meningitis and tuberculosis in the brain. Oof. Uh, and this was in 2004, and everyone thought he was going to die. He was in a coma for more than a month, so doctors installed a shunt to drain fluid from his brain, and he woke up a month later and he was just drawing and painting and building models. Wow. Now he's a self-employed carpenter. Was he like doo 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 doo, doo. Probably.
3: He's sculpting like this mysterious volcanic mountain.
0: No, he's sculpting like comic book characters and stuff oh, sci-fi characters
3: Marvel that you would name
5: recognize
0: bullshit. No, not necessarily. Okay. But perhaps in the same um evil mouse emperor universe. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay.
0: He goes to cons and sells his models. <laughs> but that's cool, you know? That's like, wow, you were down for the count, you got back up and now you got a new skill. That's neat.
5: Yeah,
3: I guess it just uh that men ate all the tarted parts
0: yeah it helped <laughs> what a fucking world we live in bro it's a great head trauma man i've heard that uh, head trauma will do some wild things to a person
3: will turn you artistic
0: yeah like roseanne that's when she became a comedian after yeah. she boned her head real hard
3: she got hit by she got in a car wreck right
0: that's correct if i recall correctly <laughs>
3: <laughs> cool
0: uh in New Zealand, a Mako shark jumped onto a charter boat that was out hunting for kingfish. Shark yeah. took the bait. Nice. Crash landed on the bow. Video is pretty fucking scary. I bet, yeah. <laughs> that is a big mofo.
3: Bow is not where you want the shark to land.
0: Yeah. Um, one of the boat owners, he had like five. Five paying customers there, you know, looking for kingfish, as it were. And he was like, hey, I think we might have a shark. Uh, So if it ends up on, you know, if it ends up reeling in, I need you to get back. And this thing is like crash landed on the windshield. It's crazy. (laughs) It's just thrashing around.
3: The boat owners or the boners for short.
0: The boners. That's right. Uh, Houston, man. Was dancing on an 18-wheeler on the highway when he was knocked off under a bridge. Oh, shit. And died. Oh. Yep, 25 years old. Don't know when he got on the truck. Uh, He was traveling southbound, so he might have jumped down from a bridge or something, but... Kind of looks like he was videotaping himself dancing on top of it oh, as it was moving. Yeah.
3: One of those, hey, look at me guys.
0: Oh, yeah. Definite, hey, look at me guys. Hey, look at you die.
3: Yeah. We need the footage.
0: Oh, Some... it's out there.
3: <laughs> C Dubs demands the TikTok.
0: Oh, I don't click on that shit, but <laughs> yeah. I like, I don't know his, uh, his handle or what he was recording, it probably never got uploaded because he ah. dead, you know? See, but,
3: if he would have been using that ACLU app, man, but, it just keeps recording. Well, while, uh, while you get your ass kicked by the cops or whatever.
0: I've got better footage of him being a loon from Grizzly... No, I'm sorry, Grizzly's Hood News.
3: Oh, okay, Grizzly's so. Hood News. All right,
0: all right. <laughs> they managed to capture the shocking moment. World star. camera. So, Yeah. And poor trucker, you know, they had to come
3: oh, bring him you gotta in for do interrogation. Paperwork and all this yeah. shit.
0: So you killed a man today. It's like, damn it. How the fuck did he get on the roof?
3: Like, no, I didn't. A man killed himself on my truck. Exactly. This is an outrage.
0: <laughs> this is an outrage. Uh, you know what's an outrage? A woman who traveled in from the Dominican Republic into JFK Airport and then got caught with. 28 pounds of cocaine. Oh,
3: such a waste.
0: I know. Oh. An absolute outrage. Yeah. Got off the plane. Her wheelchair wheels weren't turning. So these officers came up to help her. And then we're like, eh, we're going to x-ray the chair. <laughs> <We just> <laughs>
1: Yo, <laughs> whoa, surprised whoa, me, whoa. You
0: That's know? racist, first of all. I know. It's uh We're going to x-ray
3: the chair. Okay, so it works like one out of every two hundred times. Doesn't make it right.
0: <laughs> every chair, an X-ray.
3: Fucking come on.
0: Uh, but they uh noticed something weird going on with all of the wheels, and must have slid into them because they found out the tires were filled with a white powder, Oof. which they then tested and came back positive for coke.
3: You got to figure better places to hide it than in the <sighs> fucking wheels of a, a wheelchair,
0: man. Yeah. Put your fat ass on it, man. That's going to go wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Come on. I don't know. No commercial airlines is kind of the rule, I think.
3: Oh, I mean, there's Uh, a lot of rules, man.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I already had to break one of them with this story.
3: Well, that happens.
0: Florida has been hearing some sonic booms, and they finally got an answer to what the fuck it was. Space Force. Oh, shit. Yeah, they had a, a secret. They say secret. I don't really know how secret is since it got a headline, but a Boeing X-37B space plane returning to Earth.
3: See, it broke the sound barrier. So, like, you heard the first one and then,
0: yeah. Yeah. Yep. It uh, spent 908 days in orbit, and that was its second mission. The first time around was 600-something days. So, Yep. Landed at the old space shuttle runway at NASA's Kennedy Space Center shuttle landing facility on November 12th at 5.22 a.m. So, uh, good morning, Florida. That'd be a hell of a thing to wake up to. Yeah, Maybe that's uh, what's making the New York noise, too. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I don't know. That's more of a hum.
3: Yeah, well, you know. I don't think Space Force is... Relegated to just one noise. (laughs)
0: Oh, fair enough. I understand what you're saying now. I thought you were pointing to this space plane specifically.
3: No, no, no. Space Force. Just like, it's a whole fucking branch now.
0: I like this. Yeah. Let's just blame it on the Space Force. Thank you. Oh, a man swindled a dealership for a $200,000 luxury vehicle despite having a negative bank account.
3: Nice. Yeah. Absolutely swindled.
0: I wanted to know a secret. Yeah, of course. So I read more. Okay. Dude's from Wisconsin, 25 years old. Okay. Of course, uh, since I'm reading this, he was caught and now faces a max sentence of 20 years or a $100,000 fine.
3: But it could have worked, right?
0: Or both. Oh, it, it worked for a little bit, actually. Okay. So he got in touch with this dealership in January of 2022, and they talked off and on for five months about purchasing a luxury vehicle under his company. Mm. Uh, Best he way said, to do it. "Hey, you know, I'll pay you with a cashier's check from the company." Yeah, yeah. They never name what this luxury vehicle is, but it cost a hundred and ninety-five thousand seven hundred forty-seven doll hairs and thirty-two cents. So, Jesus, the dealership got this vehicle in. He probably got all the add-ons. Well, yeah, I you mean, yeah. That's a ridiculous
3: number. (laughs) Once you start going for it, you're just going to go all the way for it, right? Yeah,
0: I guess. And he took possession of the vehicle on July 28th of 2022 with a post-dated check for August 1st issued by his company. What is up with that? They let him take the car because he gave him a check that was post-dated for a later date. Like, oh, you, you know, you can't cash this till August 1st. Jesus. And and it worked. So he left with the car. So
3: it's just the and age-old
0: floating a check, huh? That's, that's not right. bad. Just post-dated? Yep. That's right. So Fucking they went easy. to cash it that day, and they're like, oh, uh, insufficient funds. These hmm.
3: Wisconsin guys, man.
0: So they got in touch with him over and over again from August 2nd to the 15th. Yeah. And he kept saying, oh, you know what, I'm switching banks, Uh, I'll wire the funds, we'll we'll get this figured out. But of course they never did, and so finally they got in touch with his bank, Chase Bank. Uh Uh-oh, the chase was on. Chase was like, yeah, so his account when he wrote this check was negative $571.68. Oh
3: no, he (laughs) owes the whole town money.
0: Yep, and now he's going to pay the piper.
3: You should have got one of those uh, stealth airplanes that might have been lasting a little bit longer. Yeah. Than just a luxury car. Those tend to stick (laughs) out, those luxury cars.
0: No joke. Yep. 25 years old, pretty bold.
3: Yeah, well, you know, you're young and you're dumb and you're buying uh, luxury vehicles on floated checks. (laughs) Mm. I remember my mid-20s. (laughs) Kind of.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Never got a headline, though.
3: Yeah, that's correct. If you no, do it right, no one writes about the shit.
0: Yeah, even when you pull your boobs out, though. Like, no. <laughs> uh, pull your boobs out for legalization, and they don't say a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it didn't work. I don't know why.
0: It's like I wanted uh, a repeal of prohibition. You know, it was just too much. Too much. Paleontologists have discovered a new prehistoric marine reptile. <laughs> yes this was a. well it's interesting this woman found the specimen on her ranch in 1995 up in wyoming and just now donated it to a museum i don't know if she died or what they didn't really give any details on why the sudden donation but the museum handed it over to a research team in charleston south carolina who started looking at the bones and realized, wow, this is unique. And they used phylogenetic analysis to determine uh, that the animal has a spot on the plesiosaur family tree. They have since named it Serpentosuchops. Nice. Like serpent Serpentosuchops. Yeah. Serpentosuchops. And it was more than 23 feet long, swimming in the seas while dinosaurs allegedly walked the earth 70 million years ago. I just love the dates and stuff. (laughs)
3: It's all very science, dude.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It moves at the speed of science. Yeah,
3: yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, So its teeth were like spears and its jaw stretched forward. And at the base of a very long neck, it had super flexible, strong muscles And they also point out that the pelvis had especially uh, big attachment sites for muscles, too. So it could probably thrust you to death also.
3: That's very hot.
0: But uh, the whole thing was there. The whole skeleton. And they say that the carcass had sunk into the seafloor and then was buried by fine-grained sediments. So it was just perfectly preserved, pretty much. Which is neat. I would love to find something like that on my own land, but um, I'll be damned if I donate it to science. In fact, no one would ever know if I found treasure or anything exciting on my land. (laughs) I would take it to my grave. But that's what I thought when I saw their illustration of it. I'm like, oh yeah, plesiosaur, what's new about this? They don't really like go into the, uh, you know, this is what makes it super unique. It's just like a few things are off. And it was during the time of dinosaurs. I don't know. Dino times. Yep. And finally, a family had to bid farewell to their dog this week. Or in the recent past. This nine-year-old Springer Spaniel Maisie bolted out of the car when a firework went off across the street. As dogs do. Oh. And, you know, her owner... Called on a search party, and they looked all weekend for her but couldn't find her. And she got the call that no dog owner wants to get on Monday, which is, Hey, I found your dog. It's flat. And it got run over. So she was really sad and um, buried her dog and consoled her toddler, you know, that the dog was in a better place. And then a few days later, she got another phone call from a couple that said, Hey, we found your dog. It was by the school. So she's like, what? And she goes. And sure enough, it was her dog. It was Maisie. Oh. Alive. <laughs> so she's like, hey, uh, you know, I'm not saying dig up the body, but that's not my dog <laughs> buried there. And uh, the vet says that although all the markings are the same as this spaniel, mm-hmm. the paws indicate that it might have been a fox that they buried the first oh, time. Oh, jeez.
3: They had to scrape that up off the pavement for nothing, huh? Yep That's funny
0: Yep, that's what I thought
3: Wow, you really turned it around there,
0: Tia the I had to, you. yeah It was Woo. a uh, thought Kind we of gonna, a sad week I thought even. we were gonna
3: walk off on a downer there
0: I did too But I, I saw that story and was like Yep, this is the one
3: Hey, wasn't there some other song we were gonna roll out of too?
0: Yes, there was Yeah, I
3: remember Sorry, I like this one too
0: Yeah Uh, Me three
3: This is good while you pull the other one up. Pretty good.
0: Oh, we got a bowls of buds coming up Thursday night.
3: We do. Join us on Thursday night, please. Because we're going to be talking to Cap and Sid, who, by the way, is going to be halfway around the world. I think his uh, time zone is actually 12 hours different from us. Uh, Although I will, having learned the hard way, I'll have to recheck and see if time zones are still the same as when we booked. Mmm. They might have also changed by now as well. Uh, but yeah, check us out for that. Uh, tentatively, 9 Central that's when we're going to be going live. But, uh, you know, if that changes, just let us tell you by way of the updated RSS feed. We're going to have a live item tag in there with pending in it. And you can always check those at Curiocaster.com. So that'll be the way to check that. And yeah, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for calling in with the voicemails. Of course, we have a new F-tie next week.
0: First time I ever farted in front of a significant other.
3: Yeah, when did you let one slip? When did you let one rip? Let us know on the voicemail line. 816-607-3663. Other than that, keep boosting like a boosting fool does. Keep on spreading the good word of the nude podcast apps. And uh yeah keep doing your thing bowlers always great to have you hanging in the chat trolling along with the stream etc etc find that funky thing I did all right now we can leave it
5: uh,
3: on this great groovy note we'll see you next week. And we'll see you Thursday with Cap Sid And both times to see ya I'm gonna be Sir Spencer, Wolf of Kansas City
0: And I'll still be Dame DeLorean Till next time Mayor Bowles burn never brighter
1: Spark one up so, when are we smoking some weed? Walk on. Smoke on. Water. Oh, oh,
5: cat derby. Smoke the
2: bowl, sir. Oh, the I feel stupid now. Um, it's the weed.
6: Probably, probably, probably a lot of edibles.
3: Oh,
0: Puff, puff, pass. Puff, puff, pass.
3: And we're clear. Nice. Nailed it. Stuck to landing. Yep. Congratulations.
0: Another bull in the books.
3: Thank you, Fletcher, for the wonderful mix.
0: Yeah, Fletcher. Getting and, funky.
3: Uh, thank you, No Agenda Nation, for, for chilling for three hours. We're going to send you back, back, back to the, to the thing. You know, the thing. Sir Bemrose puts it together. I don't really know what it does. It just kind of spins around every week. You get new stuff on it. That's what you want right now. It's what you can get right now. Now. There we go.
0: Yeah, I did control F the source, but I have no idea what I named the notes for that story. Oh, it was like it a was while so ago. was long ago. Yeah,
3: you didn't have your format down back then, I don't think. Yeah, so Same I as just you I
0: didn't know what I was looking for, and it was just a big waste of time, so I moved on.
3: <laughs> down to 139 blocks
0: wow. waiting
3: to be mined there in the mempool. And uh, yeah, we're getting close to stopping purging. Of the eights. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, shit's crazy. It's cooling off. I predict maybe by, I don't know. It's gonna be a couple more days to get through this shit. Because it keeps filling back up a little bit.
0: Yeah. Filling up. Filling them up. Did you get C-dub's uh, F-tie suggestion? Which one? First time I ever hid something in my butt.
3: Oh. <laughs> no, I didn't think God. that. Please write that down. <laughs> F-tie hid something
0: <laughs> i don't know
3: in my butt c is
0: confident that this is the way to butt. get blow through the airport but i have heard tale of tsa sticking fingers in holes i just don't like tsa at all Ta- i never uh, want to see them tails
5: <laughs> my tsa tail uh i guess i can stop the recording